It's six o'clock, I'm Lee Acne. The headlines, the showbiz world remembers Cilla Black. Bedford police force under pressure from missing people and a homeless man refused a house in Watford because of his charity work. BBC Three Counties Radio. The world of entertainment has been paying tribute to Scylla Black, who's died at the age of 72. Scylla, who lived in Buckinghamshire, began her career in 1963 when she was spotted by the Beatles and went on to enjoy more than 50 years in show business. Sir Bruce Forsyth knew her since her first hit record. So many people are going to be so upset. Uh, she had such a following. Everybody loved her with all the shows she did. She had that... As we say, what people always said about me, that common touch, they call it a common touch, when you get to everybody um, with, your, with your career and with all the things that you've done. Bedfordshire Police says that tracking down missing people is becoming a strain on their time and resources. It follows comments by the Chief Constable of Greater Manchester Police, who says it's become an unsustainable burden. Ollie Bayliss reports. On average, seven people a day are reported missing in Bedfordshire. Police and Crime Commissioner Ollie Martins has said that he would like to explore the possibility of getting other agencies involved in helping finding missing people. He says he would explore the option of partnering up with the fire brigade or social workers to see if they could take some strain away from the police. A lorry driver from Hemel Hempstead has quit his job due to the stress caused by Operation Stack. Jim Barker has been driving for 13 years but says the situation was causing him a nervous breakdown. The reason for me quitting is just that I just couldn't take it anymore. I just The stress was just too much for me to bear. Not knowing when I was going to get home. You know, not knowing who's going to be trying to jump on your vehicle, not some people banging on the windows, pushing the mirrors in, climbing on the roof of the truck. Generally intimidation. It's just, I just thought it's not worth it anymore. A homeless man from Watford has been told he's not a priority for housing as he does charity fundraising work. Steve McMahon was forced to give up work with a spinal injury and has had nowhere to live since his landlord decided to sell up. Tony Fisher has more. In an independent review of his situation, Mr McMahon was told that because he's able to undertake fundraising work, he's not in priority need. This has angered members of the charities he helps as they submitted evidence of his work to further his cause of getting rehoused. Watford Borough Council says it's now agreed to withdraw the independent review so Mr McMahon can make further representations. In sport, Arsenal beat Chelsea to win the Community Shield at Wembley. Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain scored the only goal of the match for the Gunners. And the weather for Beds, Hearts and Bucks will be sunny at first, but turning cloudy with a chance of light rain. Top temperatures around 24 degrees Celsius at 75 degrees Fahrenheit. You can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash threecounties. Eastern world, it is exploding, violence flaring, bullets loading, you're old enough to kill, but not for voting, you don't believe in war, but once that gun you're toting, and even the Jordan River has bodies floating, but yeah, tell me over and over and over again, my friend, I you don't believe. Understand what I'm trying to say 
And can't you feel the fears that I'm feeling today? If the button is pushed, there's no running away. There'll be no one to save with the world in a grave. Take a look around you, boy. It's bound to scare you, boy. And you tell me over and over and over again, my friend. How you don't believe we're on the eve of destruction. Think of all the hate there is in red China. Then take a look around. To Selma, Alabama You may leave here For four days in space But when you return It's the same old place The pounding of the drums The pride and disgrace You can bury your dead But don't leave a trace Hate your next door neighbor But don't forget to say grace And tell me over and over and over
I've been practicing this. Hang on. <clears throat> Keep dreaming about darling. Ooh, ooh, my darling, you're so fine. Oh. Words can say, but darling, I'll find a way to let you know what you meant to me. Guess it was meant to be. I hold you in my heart as life's most precious part. Oh, darling. I dream about you often, my pretty girl, yeah. I love the way you suffer my life with your love, your precious love. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh. I was living like half a man. Then I couldn't love, but now I can. You pick me up when I'm feeling sad. More so than I ever had. Love you every single night. Yes, I will, 'cause I think you're too doggone out of sight. Oh, oh darling, I dream about you often, my pretty girl. Yeah, I love the way you soften my life with your love, your precious love. Uh huh. Darling, keep dreaming about my darling every night. Oh, no, no, if words can say yes, I can. But darling, I love you every single day. Oh, darling, I dream about you often, my pretty girl. Yeah, I love the way you soften my life with your love, your precious love. Look at me. Oh. So happy for the fade. Every oh. night, the acapella ending. Oh, 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 oh. oh. oh there's another one. There we go. Yep. I've not even started the show yet. No. I mean, incredible. Well, that was uncomfortable. Imagine uh. the listener. <laughs> Imagine being the Beach Boy though, and having to sing that every night uh. to people they don't know. I was singing it to you, and you are yeah. my darling. Apostrophe. There's no G there. That'd be crazy. Um, okay, we're in. We're in. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Don't do it again. It's automatic when I talk with old friends I conversation. I don't know what the tune is. Do I need to be in the here for this? And the hair was soft and long And the beach was the place to go yeah, yeah, I'm getting to suntan bodies and there's plenty of those, a whole album of those. Oh, great, I look forward to them. Thousands of people in the UK are searching for a missing... You all right? Mm-hmm. That was for you. Thank you. A missing loved one, but tracking them down is a strain on time and resources, say... Only the police! No, the band? Be- no, Bedfordshire Police say that looking for missing people is a strain on resources, just like murder, rape and crime. 
They say on average seven people a day are reported missing. Kelly Betts can tell us more on this because um, she's now the official grown-up here. What have Bedfordshire Police told us? They say the amount of missing people that they have to deal with has become a burden on the force. They have to risk assess every person reported missing to them. Uh, Police and Crime Commissioner Ollie Martins, you know him, he told us that when he is on patrol with, uh, with officers on another job, they regularly get calls to deal with a missing person. And he would like to explore the possibility yeah. of getting other agencies involved, like maybe fire brigade what? or social workers to see if they can help. Who else has raised concerns? Nationally, lots of people. Yeah. Uh, the Chief Constable of Greater Manchester name Police is? has, uh, Sir Peter Fay. He's warning that the time and cost of tracking down missing people is unsustainable for the country's police force. Uh, locally, Hertfordshire Police have told us it's an issue as well and they are concerned about it. They say, on average, they deal with one high-risk missing person per day. Okay, well, it's, it's, it's tough, isn't it, police having mm. to deal with, you know, stuff like that. How big is this problem, Kelly Betts? Well, I'll read it to you. That piece? The National Crime Agency, who now hosts the UK Missing Persons Bureau. Missing Persons Bureau. Yep. Between 2012 and 2013, so they dealt with 306,000 incidents of missing people, which is on average 838 per day. Um... The vast majority end with no harm coming to the individual, but with m- almost 97% likely to be found safe and well. OK, this is what we're going to do. Justin's got a really busy morning this morning, Justin. I've just thought of something that we can do. So he's doing a Silla Black package, mm-hmm. as he does. He, he is um, our station's Paul Gambaccini. Yep. Um, he's also doing a Who Should Be a National Treasure... That isn't because whenever someone because Silla Black's described as a national treasure, Bruce Forsyth is described as a national treasure. Bizarrely, the big lass, um, the vicar of Dibley, yes, uh, is is, is described French. yeah is described as a national treasure. I don't think so, Don. Oh, I spat at you. Sorry. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so I, I I think for example, national treasures, Jeremy Clarkson. Really? Yeah, I do think he's a genius. I hate him, but I think he's a mm. genius. Um, Jeremy Kyle. So all the Jeremys. All the Jeremys. Anybody called Jeremy. Jeremy called, yep. um, and all the illegal immigrants. They're national treasures, mm-hmm. right? Oh three four five nine four double five five double five. if you want to play along. But also, Justin, I know you're busy this morning. If people could describe Silla Black in just one word. Just one word. Because we're getting all these verbose statements from... Bizarrely, there's a statement from Russell Crowe in the papers about Silla Black. What was going on there? Uh, Silla Black in one word. Kels... Is it worth? Is it a risk I can take with you, or should I not bother? Try it. Okay, Silla Black in one word. Lovely. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the trains, there's some problems for Great Northern services. There's a replacement bus between Stevenage and Alexandra Palace. That's because some overnight engineering works have overran between Cuffley and Bowes Park, so that means journeys are an hour longer than usual. On the roads in Milton Keynes, it's quiet at the moment, but there's roadworks in Tickford Street at the Cannons, which could cause some delays. And on the M1, things are moving okay, but there are roadworks between Junction 12 for Flittick and 11 for Dunstable in both directions could cause some delays later on. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Hey, Sam. Six fifteen Monday, the third oh, of August of all times. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. The world of showbiz is paying tribute to Cilla Black, who's died at the age of seventy-two. 
Bedfordshire Police says dealing with a growing number of missing person reports is straining its resources. And the homeless man from Watford has been told he isn't entitled to a house because he does charity work. Mick Hoffer yeah. on BBC Nick, Three Nick, Counties Nick Radio. For over six decades, yeah. comedian Ken Dodd has been touring and selling out theatres. I'm very, very blessed, actually, Mr Nick, because if the jokes aren't connecting as, as much as I'd like them to, I can always uh, burst into song. Weekdays from 12. Much of that music, not least the Happy Mondays, has not only stood the test of time, it still sounds as fresh as it did then. It certainly does, yeah. 60s knockouts. Are you sure that weren't that other lot? Not us. Nick Hoffer. Live at uh, Woburn Abbey for the uh, Woburn Abbey Garden Shed. It's very nice to actually speak to you in your home. You are the very proud garden manager. I am indeed, yes. I'm proud of what we've achieved as a team here at Woburn. It's fantastic. Nick Hoffer. Weekdays from 12 on BBC Three Counties Radio. Hang on, hang on a minute. Hang on. No bloody way. Bloody way. Hang on. Right, here we go. Steady, steady. Steady, go. Sweet. What you do to me? Oh three four five nine four double five five double five is the uh, telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you're more than welcome to. Now, oh yeah, we're looking for Silla Black in one word, and uh, who should be a national treasure, who isn't? So far, we've got all of the Jeremys, Kyle Clarkson et al. Um, uh, illegal immigrants. Who do you think should be a national treasure? Now, Steve McMahon. The name ring a bell? No. Well, let me ring a bell for you. Oh, I've left it out there. Uh, he was forced to give up work after damaging his neck and back when he twisted it awkwardly. He then had to be rehoused by the council after his current landlord decided to sell up. Now he's being told that because he's able to fundraise for military charities, he's not in priority need for housing anymore. Dealey's got more on this, Dealey. Morning, boss. Uh, what's going on? 
Yeah, Watford Borough Council, they do not consider Steve McMahon and his dog Lionel a rehoming priority because of his occasional charity work. Yep, you're hearing that right. Uh, members of the charity say they're shocked and appalled by this and that references to Steve's help, which includes his involvement with collections and the annual attendance at the Poppy Fund dog walk, were taken as evidence uh, that he was fit enough to sleep rough and sofa surf, as he has been doing for the past nine months or so. They feel very, very strongly about this as friends, so they've started a petition to, to hopefully, in their opinion, get this overturned. OK. Uh, uh, hang on, who wrote this? What exactly does it... This is an awkwardly worded question. What exactly does it say in the independent mis assessment of his housing needs? Well, it's very badly worded, that's the first thing, but uh, this is what the reviews manager hired by Watford Borough Council says. There are pictures of you walking your dog at the annual Poppy Appeal sponsored dog walk in November 2014. You were also able to do charity work by fundraising for local military charity collections, and you were also able to help with the upkeep of Lee Farm and Garston Parks during your dog walks by clearing rubbish and also dog mess left by others. You also help other people to train their dogs. The evidence in front of me does not suggest that you will suffer significant more harm as a result of being homeless in comparison to an ordinary person being made homeless. That's what the review says. Okay, and Steve's got a lot of support, has he? Absolutely, of course he does, yes. Um, and, and that, in a sense, is part of the problem. Um, his friend Martin Harrison says that Steve helps out with fundraising for, for Help of Hear Heroes, uh, also the Royal Marines Charitable Trust, and for the Royal British Legion. Martin says that the council seem to be saying, because he has friends, well, they can look after him. But in a letter to the council, Martin says that Steve's level of depression about his continuing homelessness and his struggle with his use of strong pain relief is notable to all those who know him. Um, and what does the council say? Well, Watford Borough Council's Head of Housing, Perry Singh, said that, sadly, like much of the UK, Watford is facing an acute housing shortage. Heard that a few times. We currently have 1,937 applicants waiting for a one-bedroom property. The Independent Review um, commented on the charity work uh, because... The charity... Hang on a second, hang on a mm. second. I'm, get, I'm, I'm just starting to get my head around this story. The charity work is, is uh, a MacGuffin, is a red herring here. It's the fact that he's not incapacitated is is what the councillor is saying. If he was completely incapacitated, then he'd be higher up the priority list. The fact that he can't walk, which I'm yeah. imagining a lot of people on that list can't do, so they're obviously a higher priority. Well, I think th this is the key quote. Um, that they say, as part of this review, that uh, it showed that Mr McMahon is able to undertake day-to-day -day living activities, yeah. meaning he is not in priority need. Yeah, That's sad. what they're saying. It's sad, but... Mm. I think, that, I think the charity work is a slight... We've been sold as, uh, ever such a slight pup there because it's not mm. because he's doing charity work that he's not getting a house. It's because he can, you know, walk and stuff. Well, there's that, but also his friends, of course, would say that, well, because he knows a lot of people, he could potentially go and live with them. So yeah. it's kind of, it's, it's a cloudy issue, but, but obviously that's what the council are saying. His friends are very angry about it. He's angry about it himself. Yeah, I, I would imagine the 1,936 other people on the housing yeah. list are uh, equally angry. Uh, uh, we're going to speak to him later on. Uh, it's sad, but I'm not convinced, you know, I'm not convinced it's quite the big story that, that um, uh, we, we are trying to portray here. So I'm, I'm pulling back from it ever so slightly. Dealey!
Silla mm. uh, Black in one word, and uh, people who should be national treasures that aren't national treasures. All the Jeremys. You got your Kyle. You got your Clarkson. Yep. You got your illegal M's, of course. <laughs> national <laughs> treasures. Yeah, Kyle for me, 100%. That man is an absolute legend. And you know what? The reason yeah. he deserves it so much yeah. is because he's changed people's perceptions about this wonderful country. He's done a lot for the UK. There we go, you see. Has uh, uh, <laughs> as Kyle changed perceptions for the uh, the positive? Or the ne he certainly gives the impression that we all have terrible, terrible teeth and tattoos. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Dealey, take it to the streets. I'll speak to you later. Mind Cheers. that, Bim Ban. Ta -ta. Coming to you in a second, David. Please, just wait for the coda. Yes, David! Yeah, oh, he's gone. David's gone. Where did he go? Where did David go? We're all we we. I told it. I I I prefaced his phone call with "Please wait for the coda." The coda came and went. Oh, go away. Uh, and and then David. I don't know. Did David bottle it? Did David vanish? We may never know. I just I just pray to God that David is alive, and uh, well, otherwise, well, that's very sad news for David's family. For Sad news for all of us, to be honest. If we've lost, if we've lost another listener, that takes us down to three. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five is the telephone number. 
please don't speak in my Travel ear. For beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Trains Great Northern have delays between at Stevenage and Alexandra Palace of over an hour because of overrunning engineering works. So that means there's a replacement bus which is making the journey times an hour longer than usual. On the motorways on the M1, there's roadworks going on in both directions between Junction 12 for Flittick and 11 for Dunstable, which means there's a lane closed which could cause some delays when it starts to get busier. And in Hartford on Ware Road, there's temporary traffic lights at Chadwell. That's about the breath, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's half past six, I'm Liak New. The headlines, the world of entertainment has been paying tribute to Scylla Black, who's died at the age of 72. Scylla, who lived in Buckinghamshire, began her career in 1963 when she was spotted by the Beatles. She went on to enjoy more than 50 years in show business. Bedfordshire Police says that tracking down missing people is becoming a strain on their time and resources. It follows comments by the Chief Constable of Greater Manchester Police, who says it's become an unsustainable burden. And a homeless man from Watford says he's not a priority for housing as he does charity fundraising work. Steve McMahon, who was forced to give up work with a spinal injury, has had nowhere to live since his landlord decided to sell up. The weather will be sunny at first, but turning cloudy with the chance of light rain. Top temperatures around 24 degrees Celsius, that's 75 degrees Fahrenheit. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Arsenal beat Chelsea 1-0 to win the Community Shield at Wembley. It was a first win for Arsene Wenger's side over Jose Mourinho's Chelsea, but Wenger says that isn't what matters. I said we lost last year 2 nil at Chelsea, played 0-0 at home. Today we beat them 1-0, so it's uh, always very tight games. But psychologically, maybe it was uh, an important hurdle for the team uh, to get out of the way. For me, no, because it's Arsenal against Chelsea. It's not the, the two managers want me to play one against one on the pitch. Why not? But... Uh, uh, I'm ready to do that, but uh, it's two teams who play against each other. The Milton Keynes Dons complete their pre-season fixtures this evening as they host a Chelsea 11 at Stadium MK. A Luton 11 travel to Barton Rovers in the Beds Premier Cup. Meanwhile, the Hatters confirmed the signing over the weekend of 31-year-old striker Craig McHale-Smith. James Guy broke the British record and won silver in the 400 metres freestyle at the World Aquatic Championships in Russia. He was beaten by defending champion Sung Yang of China, who was banned for three months last year after failing a doping test. But Guy says he's not worrying about that now. He's a controversial athlete, but that isn't my opinion, so I mean, I'm, I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do in the race, and that's what he does. So, I mean, he's the best in the world at the moment, so all eyes are towards him and the Olympics next year so hopefully fingers crossed and we'll give him a good race and finally at the same championships Tom Daly got a bronze medal in the men's 10 metre platform BBC Three Counties News and Sport more at 7 o'clock This is Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties Radio Oh it turns out you didn't die David Uh, we just lost the line morning David Hi there how are you I'm great, thank you, David. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not yeah. too bad. Yeah. You, you, sound, you, sound, you, you sound a little bit bad. Yeah, well, I've reached that age, haven't I? I don't know if I've got another two years or another 20. 
How old? Matter? Tell me how old you are, and I'll tell you how many you got. Uh, I'm sixty-five. Got three. Nah, two, mate. If not eighteen months. What? What's going on with you? Are you ill? Or are you just miserable? I've just realised the reality. What happens when you die, mate? Are you dead now? Because there's like a weird, like a weird heavenly echo on your voice. Yeah, it could be, could be. Could be dead. Who cares? Who cares? Hey, do you know what happens when you die? In two weeks, you're nothing more than a puff of smoke and a handful of ash. That's reality. That is reality. No, you're important if you're someone like Scylla Black. When you've got a statue or a painting or a book about you, and she is, in one word, irreplaceable. Yeah? Who do you think's going to replace her? She's irreplaceable. Mm. That is it. Do you think Sheridan Smith could replace her? She's doing a nice little copy, but she'll never be her. No, no. So if Scylla's so irreplaceable, then, who do you think could replace her? Jeremy Clarkson. <laughs> I think you've probably got less than two years the way the way you're going, David. Oh dear. Well, no, you... I'll give him that ridiculous answer because, quite honestly, there is no answer. No, she's a, yes, there is. The, the, the answer to the question is there is no. Here's the thing, right? And I don't want to. I don't want to be all macabre on a Monday, but I'm going to be macabre and a little bit sombre. Yeah. We've lost two legends in the space of, what, four or five days? Yeah. Well, who's the other one? Um, I can't remember the song she sung now. What? She was, she was world famous at about the same time as Scylla, wasn't she? Hang on. That means we've lost three. Who, who, who was world famous at the time we lost Scylla? No, hang on. What? Um, what was it? I never promised you a rose garden. The, the, the girl who sang that. Who sang that? That wasn't Twinkle. Twinkle. You're not talking of Twinkle, are you? Because Twinkle died ages ago. No, no, no. It's just another woman. Just another. Um, <laughs> Hang on. I beg your pardon, Lynn Anderson. Yeah, that sounds right. Well, in that case, well, in that case, I was. We'll stop the clock because I was going to say we've lost Stuart, the the brand bags. Right. Uh, Rose Anderson from the Lynn Gardens. Yeah. And now Scylla Black. It, they come in threes. But what if the threes come in threes? That means we've got another six. Yeah, well, look, do you know what's happening? God's taking his best to his heart because the end of the world's coming. And I say, bring it on, man. <laughs> Try that one on for size. Flipping heck. Can I just say, God, I I do not say bring it on, man. Wowzers. But fair play, God's taken his best to his heart. Why am I still here?
Morning, guys. Morning, gays. Page 37 of the mail. Believe it or not, Susanna is 61, and she says she's proof there's no age limit for looking good on the beach. Well, I believe she's 61. Trust me, I can see. No, the reason... The reason the gays have got their own police car. Imagine that. Not for keeps. I don't think it's for keeps. Well, I don't know. It's very colourful. <laughs> Out on patrol, the gay police car. Oh! Hey, did you see um, Bets? Great to have you back, by the way. Thanks, player. Ollie, lovely oh. to have you nearby. Morning. There we go. Um, Bets, you're, you're a really a powerful force today, uh, vocally. Right. There we go. Oh. Did you see there was um, a hitchhiking robot? Called yeah. like Hitchbot or Robot or doing a hitchhiking robot. I don't know. There was a hitch- <laughs> I don't know, mate. There was a hitchhiking robot. This is not even a setup to a joke, but look, whack that caller through, uh, Ollie. There was a, a, a hitchhiking robot that was hitchhiking across, um, I don't flipping know, America. I don't know the specifics, Kelly. Don't get stroppy. Is it a good story? It it got all the way across Europe, got to America, got to Philadelphia, and it had the um um the watsits kicked out of it. It got beaten up. What this robot? Yeah, hitchhiking robot. So it isn't a good story. Decorated in garish, multicoloured hues. A a patrol car loudly proclaims the police's support for a gay pride event. I'll be honest, that's not been designed by a gay man because um, it looks horrible. So the front half is, this is, and also it's not a gay car, it's a bisexual car because the front half is, I was going to say, normal. And the back half is, um, it's got rainbow on it. How did gays get the rainbow? They had pink, right? And that's mm. fine, they can have that. The whole rainbow? A bit, gr- bit greedy. Yeah, that is greedy. Colour greedy, Dennis, he said, almost instantly regretting bringing you into this conversation. No, I I woke up this morning. Misery, misery since then. I I might as well stop in bed for the rest of the day. You make me feel ill. What's your beef, Dennis? You're all miserable this morning. I'm talking about a gay police car. How is that miserable? That's celebratory. Yeah, that was... since I woke up that start, but dun, 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 dun. you're all on it. Honestly. Why are you bad? Wait a minute. You're being more miserable than we've been. I know you make me like that. No, I oh, oh, I don't make you like that, Dennis. Yes, you do. Do you want me to rub you up the wrong way? No, it's just that I woke up. Dun, 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 dun. And you started being miserable. When have I been miserable? It's a lovely day. Go out and enjoy it while you can. You I never know, it might, um, be your last, it might be your last day. So is that a threat? Are you threatening me? Because I feel threatened, so that makes it a threat, whether the threat was intended or, or unintended. No, it's just good advice. Enjoy every day. Well, thanks for calling, Dennis. Get up and kick the bucket, and if it doesn't hurt, you're dead. Uh, Hello, Three County. Hello. Uh, is Kelly there, please? Oh, Hi, you're on Andy. the phone to someone. Sorry, I thought you were talking to me. What is going on with people today? There's a weird vibe in the air. We've lost um, the the um, Princess of Hearts. Sussex police spent almost £230 giving the crime-fighting vehicle and a motorbike, a, so not that much money, 
a lurid makeover for the event in Brighton at the weekend. Plastered with stars and a rainbow, symbol of the gay pride movement. They've not got stars as well, have they? The additions to the livery were carried out by Blue Light Graphics Limited in Burgess Hill, West Sussex, and will be stripped off again after the celebrations. <laughs> what has this got to do with anything? Before the two-day event, attended by about 160,000 people, the force excitedly announced, we're all ready for the 25th Brighton Pride celebrations. Give us a wave. You'll be able to have your photo taken with our motorbike and pick up various goodies and advice. What on earth does that mean? Ah, oh, dearie me. 03459 455 555 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. The song I was going to play, they won't let me play. Hang on a minute. I've got to, um, I've got to enter a password to play this song. I wonder if it will... Let's see. 6969. Um, no, it won't let me play that song. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny? Well, we'll come up with another song a little bit later on. 03459 455 555 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. There's not a lot in the papers today. It's kind of a really miserable um, kind of um, paper vibe today. There's not a lot happening. There's, I mean, the best story in the mail is about some bloke who looks like, he looks like the fella from um, EastEnders. You know the... Um... You know the, the bald fella from EastEnders who got buried alive at Christmas, like about six years ago, by the girl who's um, I quite like. Anyway, looks like him. And uh, father fights council over his fake camera to stop speeders. That's the best story in the papers. And even that's boring. It's only another two and a quarter hours to go. Of what? Well, according to Dennis, misery, misery, oh. misery. Good film, though. Well, it is a good film. It's a bit overrated. It's a little bit. The bit where she hobbles him is good. Hmm? Do you know that bit? She hobbles him? The bit where she hobbles him, yeah. What do you mean? Well, she... Ho well, <laughs> The bit where she hobbles him is good, but the rest, I would say, is a bit... Um... Are you Googling the word hobble? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that is bit, yeah. That is bit. That, that is that bit. Is, it, that is bit. That is whiz bit. I mean... It's Monday, guys. Come on, give us a break. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. Even this song is making me feel sad. Oh, I'm sorry. You wanted to say something? People say we monkey around. Oh, yeah. Mm. Look at my, my eyes and do it. too busy singing. Yeah, oh, yeah. To something. Even my three-year-old knows the words. Fair play. I'll make him listen to it all the flipping time. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. 
The M1 is starting to get busy southbound from Junction 10 for Luton Airport to 9 for Redbourne. And it's also slow on the M25 anti-clockwise from Junction 21 for the M1 to 19 for Watford. And in Bricketwood, the M25 Junction 21A roundabout is busy. On the trains, the Great Northern services between Stevenage and Alexandra Palace are affected by overrunning engineering works between Cuffley and Bowes Park. So they're running with 20-minute delays. And the 7 o'clock train from Stevenage to Moorgate has been cancelled. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you very much, Sammy. Where are we now? It's 6.46. Oh, my goodness gracious me. Uh, it is uh, Monday, the 3rd of August. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. The world of showbiz is paying tribute to Scylla Black, who's died at the age of 72. Bedfordshire Police says dealing with a growing number of missing re uh, person reports is straining its resources. And a homeless man from Watford has been told he isn't entitled to a house uh, because he does charity work. That's, uh, no, 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 no. Let's get the weather. Here's Elizabeth. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Hello, a very good morning to you. Today is going to be another very warm day. It's a very mild start to the day. We do have an area of cloud that's going to be creeping in from the west. So the further west you are, the sooner you're going to see the cloud, basically. But it's, uh, but it's a lovely sunrise and the sunshine will always be best through the morning. Plenty of that lasting on into the afternoon too for eastern areas of Hertfordshire with that cloud gradually working its way. But still some sunny spells as we head towards the end of the day. Uh, staying mostly dry, what we might just see is perhaps a few spots of rain just towards western areas of Buckinghamshire most likely there um, but that's all it's going to be most places are going to stay dry and it's still going to be feeling very warm as well of course uh, we'll see the highest temperatures the further east you are um, here will be up into the mid-20s I think in Celsius a little bit further west of low 20s probably but still really nice day just clouding over overnight tonight we'll be into the cooler air so it is going to feel a bit fresher lows of 13 or 14 degrees we should stay dry or mostly dry a few spots of rain possible and then tomorrow it's going to be a breezier day it's also going to feel cooler there will be some good spells of sunshine and temperatures will generally tend to creep up as we head towards the end of the working week again that's forecasting every weekday morning one partially closed and the others didn't operate at all i have contacted other companies who do it professionally and they said it should have been anchored down the jvs show it was looked over by the garage and they told me do not move the vehicle anywhere it's a complete death trap the jvs show fights for your rights and tackles your consumer problems i'm getting nowhere i've tried on numerous occasions to talk to the manager of this company if you need our help email jvs show at bbc .co.uk. So they said, we're going to contact the customer, we're going to have a chat, and we're going to make a, a gesture to that customer. And we could do the same for you. Without your programme, I don't know what you'd do in the morning. The JVS Show, weekdays from nine, on BBC Three Counties Radio. Satellite's gone up to the skies Things like that drive me out of my mind I watched it for a little while I like to watch things on TV Satellite of love Satellite of love Satellite of love Satellite of love 
Hunters are fighting back. <sighs> the hunters are fighting back. I still can't quite get why everyone was so gutted and angry with the dentist. All right, so the dent were they jealous? He had perfect teeth, didn't he? You would do as a dentist. You would. You would like to think, but I mean, still, are you still angry about the dentist, Just, or have you gotten over it now? No, I'm. I'm still angry, actually. Hey, come on, let it go. No, I can't. But he's getting death threats. Well, yeah, too right. No, I got a minute. What can I just say? As the BBC, we do not we do not condone. I've just seen a face. I can't forget the time or place where we just met. We don't condone death threats against dentists. No, no, we, don't, we, don't, we don't. We don't condone that. He was an idiot, but then loads of people go hunting. Yeah, but uh, you say about death threats against dentists. Most dentists don't go out and pay £35,000 to shoot a lion. And yet they could afford to. Those dentists are rolling in the deep. No, that's yes. Adele. Hang on. OK, well, have you seen Sabrina Corgadelli? No, hang on, let me try that again. Hang on. Have you seen Sabrina Corgatelli? That was better. Have you seen her? No, no. She's a fit hunter. <laughs> She's a... F- I, yeah, no, I can say funter. I can say funter. Yes, I can. Just about. Just about. I can say that. She's a fit hunter, Justin. Beautiful. Yeah, it, 
Exactly. She's wearing tight khaki trousers, yep. a very tight green vest that are highlighting her wonderfully placed bosoms. And she is s- s- sexy. Suddenly, so, I'm not so anti-hunter. Uh, yeah, you see, exactly. The, the, the PR there has played yep. into your hands. A nice, good-looking woman. Would. She goes out hunting, and suddenly you think it's okay. An American hunter poses with the body of a giraffe. Blooming giraffes. They do get in the way. They, no. We went to... Sorry? They are, I tell you what, the most, in my opinion, the least arrogant animal out there. Beautiful creatures. No, no, no. no. I, they yes, are, yes. I went to Woburn Safari Park yesterday. They confiscated mm. my guns. <laughs> Unbelievable. And they were banning all dentists from entering. <laughs> but we went to Woburn Safari Park. Those giraffes, they, were get, they just kept walking in front of our car. What's wrong how, with that? Well, how are we supposed to get from A to B? Well, you're there. You've paid to see them, so a lot they're of giving money. you something back. A lot of money we paid. I had a bird do a whoops. A bird came and sat on my arm. I thought, that's cute. Then it did a poo on me and ran off. Flew off, actually. I'm going to be specific about it. Monkey sat on the car. What is going on there? There's no <laughs> discipline. There's no... A bear walking towards us. There's no discipline there, Dealey. Those uh, animals... Those animals should all be tranquilised and put by the side of the road so we can see them but not be afeard of them. Wow. Sabrina Corgatelli faced an angry backlash after posting the image on social media with her message, Day 2, I got... I'm going to read it as written. Day 2, I got an amazing old giraffe. Such an amazing animal. I couldn't be any happier. He couldn't be any deader. My emotion after getting him was a feeling I will never forget. Disgusting. She was branded deranged and a disgrace to humanity. Yep. As by idiots on Twitter. Well, I'm also saying that right now. Terrible. Absolutely terrible. But the defiant university accountant dismissed criticism and vowed to carry on killing wildlife and showing off her tro- trophies. She even doctored a picture of Leonardo DiCaprio and the Great Gatsby with the words, to all the haters, stay tuned. You're going to have so much more to be peed off about. Oh, sick. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's sick. She, she may be good looking, but it's sick. Hey, good looking. What you got cooking? Oh, giraffe. I mean, it, no. but it's it's not illegal, man. And here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. Yeah. Okay. When was the last time, apart from the hunter and apart from this woman, when was the last time you talked about Zimbabwe? Uh, a very long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, like there are kids starving over there, and you yeah. know that they live under a really um, uh, 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 almost fascist regime, and you know that there are land grabs going on on there. And you go over there and you talk to a Zimbabwean about Cecil the Lion. They go, who? Cecil the lion, what? Sorry, I, sorry, I've got to go. I've got to go and try and scavenge some food for my kids to eat. They don't care. Well, the the last time, and I, it must have been about six months ago, we, we were out on the streets talking about something, and somehow we got a Zimbabwe perspective. Yeah. And uh, it had to be edited down because we simply could not play that out on air. I think it was games that you played as children. Oh, yeah. And, and, and the Zimbabwe perspective, not very nice. Yeah, exactly. Now, listen, National Treasures, we've lost another one. I don't know, who is the person who awards National Treasure status? On someone is it Giles uh, Brandreth? He's 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 <laughs> due to get one soon. I want the alternative national treasures. Who you got, Just? Yeah, I've been out in the streets this morning. Tough crowd on this one. Very tough I know, crowd. Mate, I know. Yeah, I know, mate. There's I know, no mate. vibe this morning. Buzzkill. Okay, so on the streets this morning, asking people about national treasures. Uh, a very weird one towards the end. Here's what happened. 
Madam, who's a national treasure as far as you're concerned? We've got Jeremy Kyle so far, Jeremy Clarkson, illegal immigrants. Who for you is a national treasure? Me. Um, can I ask I'm why? I'm busy. Oh, great vibe. Who for you, my son, is a national treasure? Can't be Jeremy Clarkson. <laughs> well, he's, he's just good at his job. A lot of people hate him. What would you say to those people who say, you are wrong? But by naming Jeremy Clarkson as a national treasure, you're wrong. What would you say to those people? Well, I don't know. It just tells you as it is. Yeah. tells you what's black and white. There's nothing in between. Tony Adams. Tony Adams? That's it, yeah. The former Arsenal player? Yeah. National treasure? Yeah. Seriously? Uh-huh. See, my memories of Tony Adams, when he used to play, we used to go Eeyore. Oh, I don't remember that. Thanks, boss. Thank you. Wow, tough vibe out there, Deals. Very tough vibe, but uh, obviously in the next half an hour or so, we're going to bring that back up. We're going to be out there asking Scylla in one word. That's what we want. Thank you very much, sir. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. The M1's looking slow southbound from Junction 10 for Luton Airport to 9 for Redbourne. It's also busy on the M25 anti-clockwise between Junction 17 for Maple Cross and 16 for the M40. And in Bounds Green on the North Circular Road, it's slow between the Clockhouse Interchange and New Southgate. On the trains, Great Northern have 20-minute delays between Stevenage and Alexandra Palace. That's because of overnight overrunning engineering works between Cuffley and Bowes Park. And the 7.20 train from Hartford North to Moorgate has been delayed. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you very much, Sammy. Sitter in one word, alternate uh, national treasures and whatever else you fancy. Here's the news with Lee. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's seven o'clock. I'm Lee Agnew. The headlines. The showbiz world remembers Scylla Black. Bedfordshire police under pressure from missing people and a homeless man says he's been refused a council house in Watford because of his charity work. BBC Three Counties Radio. The world of entertainment has been paying tribute to Scylla Black, who's died at the age of 72. Scylla, who lived in Buckinghamshire, began her career in 1963 when she was spotted by the Beatles and went on to enjoy more than 50 years in show business. DJ Tony Blackburn says her death is tragic. People have been texting and saying it's like losing one of the family. And I think that's uh, the, way she, the way she was. And um, we felt that it was just Scylla Black. And... It just doesn't seem possible she's no longer with us. It's just strange. And still it's sinking in, I think, to a lot of people. Bedfordshire Police says that tracking down missing people is becoming a strain on their time and resources. It follows comments by the Chief Constable of Greater Manchester Police, who says it's become an unsustainable burden. Ollie Bayliss reports. On average, seven people a day are reported missing in Bedfordshire. Police and Crime Commissioner Ollie Martins has said that he would like to explore the possibility of getting other agencies involved in helping finding missing people. He says he would explore the option of partnering up with the fire brigade or social workers to see if they could take some strain away from the police. A lorry driver from Hemel Hempstead says the stress from the ongoing problem of illegal immigrants has forced him to quit his job. Jim Barker has been driving for 13 years but says the situation was causing him a nervous breakdown. The reason for me quitting is just that I just couldn't take it anymore. I just, the stress was just too much for me to bear. You Not knowing when I was going to get home, you know, not knowing who's going to be trying to jump on your vehicle, not some people banging on the windows, 
pushing the mirrors in, climbing on the roof of the truck. Generally intimidation. It's just, I just thought it's not worth it anymore. A homeless man from Watford says he's been told he isn't entitled to a council house because he does charity work. Steve McMahon, who was forced to give up work with a spinal injury, has had nowhere to live since his landlord decided to sell up. Tony Fisher reports. In an independent review of his situation, Mr McMahon was told that because he's able to undertake fundraising work, he's not in priority need. This has angered members of the charities he helps as they submitted evidence of his work to further his cause of getting rehoused. Watford Borough Council says it's now agreed to withdraw the independent review so Mr McMahon can make further representations. In sport, Arsenal beat Chelsea to win the Community Shield at Wembley. Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain scored in the first half to give Arsene Wenger a victory over Jose Mourinho for the first time in 14 matches. And the weather for beds, hearts and bugs will be sunny at first but turning cloudy with the chance of light rain. Top temperatures around 24 degrees Celsius, that's 75 degrees Fahrenheit. You can get the latest news in sport online at bbc.co.uk slash threecounties. Thank you, Lee. Morning, Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Kelly, am I right in thinking... By the way, great to have you back. Thanks, Blair. Am I right in thinking that the text machine is not working? Or we've had no texts? No, we've got some texts. Because I've got a blank screenage here. Have you clicked refresh? I don't know... Is this on phone box you're looking mm. at? Oh, ah. click X and reload. Oh, I'm not that bothered. I'm not that bothered. But you're saying we have Texas, and, and should I feel... Excuse me. Should I feel the need to fill because of, I don't know, lack of vibe or anything like that? You've got them, and I can come to you, and you can do them. Yep. Beautiful. Beautiful. Across okay. beds, hearts and bucks. This is Good BBC to... Three Counties Radio. Kelly, we got any Texas? No. Oh, you're you bum. I know, I've got one. Okay. Well, I've got some. Okay, we've got I'll one, just, you, we've got one just, you can read. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who it's by, though, so thanks. Um, Dave Luton, a national treasure. Where would we be without him? Hey, that's, do you know what? That's not a bad idea, actually, that Dave Luton can totally be a national treasure. Uh, if if only he were here to uh, to uh, talk for himself, that would be awesome, wouldn't it? Unga, 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 shaga, unga, unga, unga. There he is. Oh dear, yes. A guzzler. Yes. Mm-hmm. Have I won? Yes, you have. You've won the you've won the your place in the hearts of people of beds, hards, and bugs. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five is the phone number if you want to give us a call. Not only was it stuttery, it was also very very spittle based. Thousands of people in the UK are searching for a missing loved one, but tracking them down is becoming a burden on Bedfordshire Police's time and resources. They say on average seven people a day are reported missing. It follows comments by the Chief Constable of Greater Manchester Police, who says that spending police time on finding missing persons has become unsustainable. Nick Murphy is from the volunteer group Midshire's Search and Rescue, which covers Beds, Hearts and North Bucks, and he joins me now. Morning, Nick. Good morning. So tell me a bit more about what you do. Uh, well, we respond to a call from the police. Um, when they have got a missing person, they deem to be at high risk of coming to harm. Uh, so they will call us out um, to search uh, usual rural areas, which are difficult for the police to search. Um, 
Uh, um, um, what, what is kind of your expertise? What is your background that gives you the advantage over searching these areas? Well, we are um, uh, part of the Lowlands Search and Rescue Group. Um, we're very much like our sister organisation, Mountain Rescue. Um, so we train three times a month to develop expertise, oh. uh, which we can then lend to the police. Um, the police are saying that they shouldn't be dealing with, with um, searching for missing persons. What are your thoughts on that? Um, well, they are actually responsible. They've got a, a statutory duty to do that. Um, but, of course, with stretched resources, um, it's sometimes difficult for them to turn out um, sufficient people quickly. Um, but we're able to do that. We can normally respond within an hour and uh, get search teams out. Um, OK. Uh, so the, the police pass on this, this stuff to you. What do you then go and do? Um, well, we, we work with what's called a, a police search advisor, and they will organise the search, and then we will um, identify through statistics the most probable area where the person will be, and uh, then we'll dispatch search teams using various techniques to see if we can find them. Uh, there'll be a lot of people will be surprised that the police are saying they, they, they don't want to look for missing persons anymore, that it's a burden. It's kind of their job, isn't it? Well, it is their job, exactly, but the actual um, resource re uh, required is, is quite substantial. I mean, we're looking sometimes up to 100 people to uh, conduct a search. So for the police to find 100 people at a drop of a hat is not, not that easy. Um, and we, we also, um, in Beds, Hearts and Bucks, it's difficult for us to, um, to field a team, so we bring people in for surrounding counties. Every county has a search team, so we bring them in from uh, Cambridgeshire, Northamptonshire and so on. All right, Nick, listen, thank you very much. This is Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties Radio. Yay close to... Yay close, dear listener. Um, wouldn't it be great to get some guests that were connected to the actual story? I don't know. I don't know. 03459 455 555 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, you can text A1333, start your text 3CR. Or you could, of course, always send us an email. Or they could even... Kelly, t why don't you tell the listener about the podcast? Sorry, say that again? Why don't you tell That's the listener about... Well, yeah, forget those losers. Why don't you tell the listener about the podcast they can download? Oh, it's really good. Are you talking about your one? <laughs> no! Yeah, of course I'm talking about it. Why don't you do a BBC Introducing podcast? We're not allowed. Why? Well, the show's an hour long anyway, so you could just get that. I suppose so. I suppose so. I suppose. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, oh, and your podcast is hilarious. That's, that's, it that's, has good bits. That's great. And it has some bad bits. It has some bad bits. That's, that's great news. That's great news for everybody concerned. I'm just going to go and shoot myself in the head. Is that okay, guys? Mm -hmm. Anyone mind? There's a voice that keeps on calling me. Down the road, it's where I'll always be. Every stop I make, I make a new friend. Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again. Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down. Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on. Down this road that never seems to end. When you adventure lies just around the bend. So if you want to join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style Maybe tomorrow I want to settle down Until tomorrow the whole world is my home So if you want to join me 
Five nine four double five five double five. So five double five, five double five. So um, let's try and compile the list, shall we, Kelly Betts? Of um, you and me sailing the ship today, right? Yeah. Okay. For that? Right. Yep. Uh, of um, uh, alternative, alternative national treasures. So far, we've got uh, all the Jeremys, the Clarksons, and the Kyles, partly because uh, they display true British values, which are uh, casual racism and arrogance which I think are very, very important, and we don't convey those enough. So we've got those guys. We've got the illegal immigrants. Um, we should probably have um, um, Minder. Yep, if you want. The Shane Ritchie version, not the Dennis Waterman version. <laughs> I just think that's a little bit more wholesome. There were three Minders. Can you name the three Minders? Shane Ritchie. That's one. The other one you said. Dennis Waterman. And another one. There was another one. There was another minder. And I can't think who the other minder was. He was supposedly Dennis Water well, Terry McCann's cousin. But um he I I don't put Davis back on again. Um he was supposedly Terry McCann's cousin, but um I don't it wasn't very good. It lasted a series. Good. They should reunite Minder and uh, is George Cole dead? What? Is George Cole dead? Don't Arth- know. Is Arthur Daly dead? Don't know. If he's dead, then I'm then I'm nixing this idea. If he's still alive, then for goodness sakes, why would uh, is what's his name? Arthur uh, George Cole. George. George Cole Arthur Cole. Dead. Oh, God, please, not another one. Let's have a look. I've got a feeling. I've got a sneaking, sinking suspicion of a feeling that we may have lost him a few years ago. He was born in 1925. Okay, I, that's the, literally the opposite. He's of 90. What... Still alive. Okay. Well, we well then, then let's then let's um, get them back together again. Let's reunite. Let's reunite the team for just okay. one more caper. Oh. Let, but let's get all of the minders on it. Okay. All three of the minders. So we've got minders as national treasures. Trevor McDonald, obviously. Yes. But he's a real national treasure. Is Ronnie Corbett a national treasure? No, oh, he's Scottish. I like him. I I like him, uh, I, but he is actually a national treasure. Oh, already? Yeah. Oh. So we want ones that are not national treasures. Everyone's a national treasure, Shut though, now. Shut up. Well, name someone. Um, uh, I can't think of anyone. Exactly, because they're a national treasure. I'm going to pick it open. I'm going to open the, the mirror oh, around mm. Rhiannon. Rhiannon. No. Rhiannon? Rhiannon. What, the Fleetwood Mac song? No, the Dirty Girl. Oh, Rihanna. She mm. probably is. Okay, all right, Talisa. Oh, yeah, no, she isn't. She is now. Talisa is a national, a national treasure. Good. 
Sam Smith. No, he's not. Good. He's from Bishop Stortford. I don't know where that is. It's it's near us. I'm not particularly. It's local. within the three counties. I don't live there. Club bowled over by boot from Boozer. <clears throat> hmm? Club bowled over by boot from Boozer. That makes no sense. Don't worry, we'll pursue it. A pub boss is kicking out a bowls club he lets play for free because members do not drink enough of his beer. And there's a picture of some very, very glum faces. At Glumface, by the way, if you <laughs> want to. I've got a feeling that's going to start up again soon. Malcolm McCann... <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, no, well, that's not fair! Malcolm McCann says some players go to a different boozer after using his green at the Heath House pub. Well, that's not no, fair. that's not that's fair. That's not fair. If anything, I would over-booze there. I always feel a great responsibility on my shoulders when I go to places that let me use their facilities for free. I can't think of any examples of when I've ever done that in my life. We used to wash our football kits kit. Sorry? Our footballers' kit. Um, for, oh, sorry, when I worked in a pub. Nice tackle. Mm. I really annoyed my wife yesterday. And this is Woburn Safari Park's fault, OK? They've set this up for a gag. So... You drive through and you see pretty much in this order the wildebeest, the rhinoceros, mm -hmm. um, the wolf, boring, it just looks like a dog. In fact, I think it is just a dog. Um, the bear, like the bear. Um, the lion. The giraffe, the zebra, the, of my favourite of all animals. And I've said that there, I've owned that. I, zebras, my favourite. Yeah. Weak ankles. The monkey. <laughs> And then you're not the last animal, as you see, and they do this as a joke. And these, the, you see, the ass. Mm. The ass. And so I was saying to my wife, hey, great ass. Look at that nice ass. What a sweet ass. <laughs> she was getting, and my boys were then going, hey, daddy, nice ass. And I'm going, yeah, my wife was absolutely furious with me. And do you know what? There was nothing she could say because it was a really nice ass. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. It's busy on the M25 anti-clockwise now between Junction 17 for Mabel Cross and 16 for the M40. And it's also looking really slow anti-clockwise from Junction 21 for the M1 towards Junction 19 for Watford. Southbound on the M1, it's slow from Junction 10 for Luton Airport to 9 for Redbourne. And on the trains, Great Northern have delays between Stevenage and Alexander Palace because overnight roadworks are overrun between Cuffley and Bowes Park. So it's taking 20 minutes longer than usual and they might be revised at short notice. And the 7.20 train from Hartford North to Moorgate has been been delayed. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Sammy, thank you so, so much. Thank you. 7.17, eh? Oh, Monday the 3rd of August. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Stars from across the showbiz world are paying tribute to Scylla Black, who's died at the age of 72. The showbiz sky is a little bit darker this morning. Bedfordshire Police says it's struggling to deal with a growing number of missing person reports and a homeless man from Watford says he's been told he isn't entitled to a council house because he does charity work. Every weekday from three. The East of England Ambulance Service are urging us to stay safe in the heat and take sensible precautions. Barry is in Bedford. Hi, Barry. Hi, Rob. Right, I've got a story about bad breath and it's quite embarrassing, really, but uh, I do... Don't, don't be embarrassed. Breath. Roberto Peroni. Yes, yeah, yeah, we kiss them and cut oh, them. Oh, no, you don't kiss neck. an animal. Yeah. No. 
yes. So you've started an online petition to raise money to pay the Greek debt. Oh, that's right. Um, I was fed up with um, politicians going round in circles and I thought, you know what, let's just crack on and let's see if we can do something here. Roberto Peroni, weekdays from three on BBC Three Counties Radio. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five is the telephone number if you want to give us a call with your alternate national treasures. It does just sit. Uh, national treasures and lifetime achievement awards just means you're you're old, posh, maybe gay. A lot of gay national treasures, aren't there? Yes. Well, you say that. Can you name one before you make these these uh, outrageous? Outrageous statements! Can you? No. Think. Think. Hard. But national treasures and um, uh, um, lifetime achievement awards—they just seem to. Oh, you're going to die soon. We'll give you. Uh, we'll give you national treasure status, shall we? We'll. Um, we'll, uh, we'll. We'll give you a lifetime achievement award. What do you have to do? What are the steps to be a national treasure? Um, just live long and prosper. So you could be one. <laughs> I've not lived that long, and I've not been particularly prosperous. Ah, now, back to the story of Steve McMahon. Um, you may remember he was uh, forced to give up work after damaging his neck and back when he twisted awkwardly. He then had to be rehoused by the council after his current landlord decided to set up. Well, now Steve claims he's being told that because he's able to fundraise for military charities, he's not in priority need for housing. Morning, Steve. Good morning. What's going on? Um, well, basically, I'm, I'm not being treated fairly. I, I don't think um, the council have basically uh, paid a consultant to form an opinion that because I stand outside as there with a collection tin, I may go on a sponsored walk for one hour uh, out of 300, uh, 365 days of the year. Um, I'm not eligible for any help at all whatsoever. So you're not on the housing list at all? Not at all. They've refused to help me come 100%. Right. But it, it's not because you do charity work, though, is it? It's because you are able to present yourself in perhaps a slightly more... And we, and we I know we've spoken before and that you do have a lot of pain, but... Um, you're perhaps not as badly off as some other people. This is what they're, they're saying. They're, what they're actually saying is that someone who is an alcoholic, someone who is a drug addict, is a more vulnerable person than myself. I'm not presented as being vulnerable. So uh, what they actually said, I've actually had to sleep in my car on occasion. I've uh, spent four months sleeping on a building site in a storage cupboard. I've actually slept in a tent a couple of times. I thought the problem was, though, because you didn't want to get rid of uh, the dog. Is it Lionel? Yeah, yeah. Well, I haven't got rid of the the because the they were they, the council were gonna rehouse you, but because you wouldn't get rid of Lionel, that they, they, yeah. there was nothing they could do. No, that that is one excuse. Um, that is one excuse that they've that, out of a number of excuses that they've given uh, down along the line. And this is this is totally incorrect because they haven't even offered me temporary accommodation either in a bedsit or a hotel. Um, currently, at the moment, my solicitor has a. Uh, a person who's uh, looking for housing at the moment who's staying in a hotel with a dog. So the information that they gave then was incorrect. Well, now, yeah, but but Steve, but Steve, you, you, it's really difficult to house someone with a dog. That's a, that's not a lie from the council. That's a fact. 
Yes, yes, I, I am fully aware. And, of and, that. and, and had you and had you, um, you know, passed Lionel on to someone else, you would have got a flat, wouldn't you? I thought that was what we talked about six months ago. Yeah, no, no, they're, they're still saying that um, I'm not as vulnerable as vulnerable people are. If uh, the article that was written by Manny, Manios Perdios, the letter that was sent out, by I've got Manios no idea Perdios. what you, what that is. Um, I sent it through to one of your researchers. Okay, well, I've not it, seen it, so so you know, yeah. I assume, assume I don't know anything. Go on. Okay, um, they have paid a consultant to form a medical opinion um, about myself based on um, medical uh, records four years out of date, based on medical records uh, made in 2011 and 2012. Since then, my condition has deteriorated. Um, I am now in the process of having my fifth MRI in two years. Um, I'm on increased medication. I've had over 20 epidurals in my neck and spine, and I'm due to have further nerve blocks in my neck and spine. But the council have deemed that I'm not as vulnerable as an alcoholic or a drug addict. I don't know why you keep bringing alcoholics and drug addicts into it. I'll tell you the reason why. The the YMCA in Watford is packed full of um, these people that they deem are more vulnerable. And and God bless the YMCA for looking after those vulnerable souls. Uh, yes, yeah, God bless them. Yeah, and also they're putting them up in te- temporary accommodation, i.e., bedsits and hotels, even before um, I'm considered. But I don't. Um, know, but but you. But you. But uh, we're playing who's who's worst off. Who's worse off? I, are you saying that, that, that they, these people shouldn't be put in a YMCA? No, no, I'm, I'm not saying that at all. I just want to be treated on the same sort of level as them. I want to be treated um, on a, a level playing field. Um, at the moment, they're just refusing to help me one totally down the line. They're just saying that, no, they're not going to help me. Um, but you're not, well, I thought that they were saying they were going to help you, but you're just not a priority. Uh, yeah. So they are going to help you. So they are going to help you. They're not going to help me, no. They're, they're, they're saying that I am not priority need. No, well, uh, well, yeah, OK, forget the priority for a second. And I've got the, the description of what priority is, and you don't fit it. Well, that's what they're saying. I don't fit into any of their boxes. But, well, no, uh, you don't fit into the priority. Look, under, here's, I've got the law in front of me. A person okay. has priority need for housing if he is vulnerable as a result of old age, mental illness or handicap or physical disability or other special reason or with whom such a person resides or might reasonably be expected to reside. Well, the, you, you've mentioned two there, physical disability and handicap. I'm handicapped and I have a physical disability. But you're not as handicapped. You're not as handicapped as other people. Well, that is of their opinion. Well, no, that is fact because you can walk your dog, and I know that. And I know that you. You know, I know we've discussed in your situation, but you can do things that other people can't do. Yeah, but I have to. I walk my dog as part as part of my as part of what the doctors actually say to me. And there are some people that can't walk a dog. They, they say that uh, it's medical. My medical advice is to exercise. Yeah, but there are okay. some people that can't walk a dog. Well, okay, yes, but there's, there's, there's things that they can do that I can't do. Well, it, you know, all of this would be all of this. Different different levels of disability. Yeah, exactly, and there are, um, there are a lot of people on, that are more disabled than you. I, I'm on twenty odd tablets a day, which 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 mean that a lot of the time during the day. I'm left sleepy, I'm left left lethargic, um, I suffer mood swings, which is one of the side effects from happening with the amount of morphine and medication that I'm taking, 
But, but this isn't taken into consideration. They're saying that this is not something that makes me vulnerable or that this is not something that makes me a priority need. Wouldn't all of this have been sorted six months ago if you'd have just let Lionel go and live with someone else? Um, no, I don't, I don't think so. Well, no, they were, they were no, going to offer you they were going to offer you somewhere to live, weren't they, if you got rid of the no, dog? No, they weren't. No, they weren't. No, they weren't going to offer me anything at all. Because Oh, I completely misunderstood the story that we did six months ago. I thought that was the whole point yeah. of it. No, that was that was one of the issues. That was one of the major issues. But they were still not going to help me back then either. Part of the problem is that their hands are tied. Not local government hands are tied by central government. Okay. Best analogy I can give you is if if you go into a shop and everything's ten pound and they're given five pound, they can't find places for people. And part of the problem is that um, all the housing officers now. They're not doing their jobs as housing officers. Um, I sort of kind of upset them by saying to them that their actual job now description should be hotel booking club because they're not actually looking for houses for people because their hands are tied. It's easier for them to book people into hotels and temporary accommodations. There's 2,500 people in Watford uh, looking for accommodation and all they're doing to, is booking them into hotels. And beds. Well, because they haven't got the accommodation, have they? Yeah, but part of the reason is the central government are tying their hands. If they actually sat up and said to the central government, look, we can't do our jobs properly. This is the argument I've had with them, is that surely they should kick up stink and say, I can't do my job. But it's easier for them to turn around and book people into hotels and book people into bedsits rather than, you know, be seen to be going against the establishment. Is, is, is not that the, 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 it's not true, is it, though, that you've been refused housing because of your charity work? It is. If you read the article from... uh, uh, If you speak to your researchers, there's a letter that was sent through... Okay, but... uh, but, No, I've got the statement from the the head of housing, Perry Singh, who says, um, uh, the independent... uh, uh, Steve's charity work is in no way being criticised. The independent review commented on the charity work because along with a significant amount of other evidence, it showed that Mr McMahon is able to undertake day-to-day living activities meaning he's not in priority need. So they're not saying, oh, it's because you're doing stuff for a charity. It's, they're saying it's one of many examples of you um, d- displaying the fact that you are you may have physical incapacities, but you are more physically able than a, a significant number of other people. Well, what they're saying, the, the, to, to quote them, what they actually said was, um, it clearly shows that you are not significantly more vulnerable than ordinary, ordinarily vulnerable. Yeah. So, so, so it's not. So it's not saying because you're doing is, charity work. So that's 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 a little bit misleading, a little bit unfair on the council for, for you to say that. Uh, no, I don't think it's, it's correct. If you if you read Man, 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 I'm not going to read it, Steve. Why don't you read no, the bit to me no. that says because you do charity work, they're not going to give you a house. From uh, from Manuel 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 Perdios said that. Because I do charity work, it doesn't make me um, vulnerable. Who's, 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 who's this fellow? Who's this name you keep quoting? Manuel Perdius is a is a consultant. He is a gun for hire. It's paid for by Watford Borough Council okay. to draw uh, to do reviews on each claimant. What would you like to see changed, okay. Steve? I'd like to be to be treated on a level playing field, more than, more than anything else. I'd like to see. Local government have more control over their funding, over their housing. I'd like to see at least someone stand up and say, I can't do my job.
Okay. All right, Steve. Listen, thank you very much indeed. Oh, three four five nine four double five five double five. You heard Steve's story there. Um, your thoughts on it, please. Do you think that uh, he is being um, um, attacked because he does charity work? Do you think that he's being unfair? Um, towards the council, I'm not. I'm not quite sure why drug addicts and alcoholics kept get, getting mentioned, but there you go. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five. Let's get the travel. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. It's really busy on the M25 anti-clockwise between Junction 17 for Maple Cross and 16 for the M40. It's also really slow on the M1 southbound between Junction 10 for Luton Airport and 9 for Redbourne. And the A1 is busy too southbound from the Holiday Inn towards Stirling Corner. In St Albans on the North Orbital Road, it's looking very busy on the speed sensors between the Park Street roundabout and the London Coney roundabout. That's because of the roadworks. And on the trains, Great Northern have delays between Stevenage and Alexandra Palace because of overrunning engineering works between and Bowes Park. That's taking 20 minutes longer than normal. Smart the Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts, and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's half past seven. I'm Liak New. The headlines. The world of entertainment has been paying tribute to Scylla Black, who's died at the age of 72. Scylla, who lived in Buckinghamshire, began her career in 1963 and went on to enjoy more than 50 years in show business. Bedfordshire Police says that tracking down missing people is becoming a strain on their time and resources. It follows comments by the Chief Constable of Greater Manchester Police who says it's become an unsustainable burden. And a homeless man from Watford says he's been told he's not a priority for housing as he does charity fundraising work. Steve McMahon, who was forced to give up work with a spinal injury, has had nowhere to live since his landlord decided to sell up. The weather will be sunny at first but turning cloudy with the chance of light rain. Top temperatures around 24 degrees Celsius. That's 75 degrees Fahrenheit. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Arsenal beat Chelsea 1-0 to win the Community Shield at Wembley. Left foot, wow! Brilliant goal to put Arsenal in front and they lead at Wembley. And it's a really, really impressive strike by Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. It was a first win for Arsene Wenger's side over Jose Mourinho's Chelsea, but Mourinho says it was an undeserved defeat. The best team lost. The team with more uh, initiative, the team uh, that wants more to play, the team that wants more to create lost. But um, that's football. And uh, the team that defends very well, that accumulate 10 players behind the ball, that accumulate 9 players in front of of the box. Uh, I think, I always think that the team that plays very well defensively deserves credit for that. The Milton Keynes Dons complete their pre-season fixtures this evening as they host a Chelsea 11 at Stadium MK. A Luton 11 travel to Barton Rovers in the Beds Premier Cup. Meanwhile, the Hatters confirmed the signing over the weekend of 31-year-old striker Craig McHale-Smith. Tom Daly got a bronze in the men's 10-metre platform at the World Aquatics Championships in Russia. Daly was ninth after the second of six rounds, but says there's always an opportunity to recover from a poor start. I knew I was down in ninth place, but I know that with diving, you can change the leaderboard within like a blink of an eye because with the degree of difficulty that I've got, someone does a dive and gets eights and thinks, oh yeah, that's pretty good. That'll get them like, say, 85 points. Whereas if I go and do one for nine and a half, it'll give you 100 points. So it kind of, you know, you can catch up pretty quickly but you have to do it pretty well. 
And that's BBC Three Counties News and Sport with more at eight o'clock. There once was a wealthy man who had a wonderful idea To bring children from all places with all kinds of faces Together into a sailing ship there were 40 boys and girls They would sail their ship around the globe so they called it The United World The ship was just three weeks from shore When a hurricane bore it down The waves were big as mountains They felt they would surely drown They jumped into the lifeboats Rode away from the wreck They didn't count them, they hadn't time Five children were left behind The children the storm all night and finally fell asleep They didn't realize the ship had been blown across a reef into the lost islands But hiding in the bushes was a watchful pair of eyes And living in the valley were people lost in time Ruled over by a tyrant whose face was in a mask The children must defeat him so they can escape at last from the lost islands. The lost islands. Have some of that. Have some of that, Dealey. Yes. Morning, yes. boss. Morning, morning, boss. How are you? Oh, I'm struggling this morning. I'll be honest, I'm struggling. Why? There's no vibe. There's nothing in the papers. Um, one of the stories, I think, is a little bit... Rubbish. The other story, we've got guests that have well, got nothing to do with it. Do you know what I mean? Kind of, but let's lift the vibe. Then. Let's Come on, lift the vibe. Come on, let's, let's do this. Lift. Oh, but actually, I've got um, uh, I've got a very. Uh, we don't normally do this, but as we know, um, the showbiz uh, sky is a little bit darker today, Justin, um, yeah. because we uh, we lost Silla Black, and I don't normally do this, yeah. but I've been sent an email from Scott that um, I'm going to read. It just it's his memories of Silla. I just thought it would be yeah. a nice. Um, is this music too? I mean. It's Bohemian Rhapsody. I don't know. Yeah. I, 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 want, I don't want to so I can take in the mic. Um, hang on. No. What's this? Hang on. Here we go. Here we go. No, this is... That's from Star Wars. That's no... That's no... Here we go. This is nice. This is nice. This is nice. Yeah, lovely. Let's get the email. Where's he sent it to? Oh, I think I might have deleted it by mistake. Oh, that's awkward. Oh, where's he sent it? Oh, hang on a minute. Hang on. Just, be, just bear with me, Justin. Bear with yeah, me. No worries. No worries. Bear, I'm bear sure with these me. are very precious memories. It, they are. They're really, it's a really nice email from Scott, of all people, um, which is unusual. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Oh three four five nine four double five five double five. Kelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You right? Yeah. You. I'm just trying to find that email. Okay. From Scott, Memories of Scylla. And this is an appropriate song. Yeah. Should we laugh? Why are you laughing? No, no, she'll be laughing. Oh, she'll be oh, she'll yeah. be she'll be smiling down yeah. with a fag on, a glass of bubbly. I don't know if she smoked. I remember well. what is Memories of Scylla from Scott. I remember watching our Scylla, as I like to call her, on the television when I was younger. 
most notably for her work on Blind Date, where she paved the way for the future great Paddy McGuinness. The great thing about Blind Date was when she said, here's our Graham with a quick reminder. When Graham, who we never saw, he was behind the scenes somewhere, would read out a sh would read out a short synopsis of each contestant, usually with a funny last line, lol. So yes, that was good. I also remember our Scylla in Surprise Surprise. Where she would surprise people with a long lost sister or brother. <laughs> I didn't know that was coming. Sometimes, where she would surprise people with a long lost sister or brother. Sometimes it would be sad. <laughs> I didn't know the whistle was coming, that's what I'm laughing at. Sometimes it would be sad where a mum would have neglected her children through drug abuse. But later got clean and wanted a second chance. Thanks for out the memories, Alcilla. You were a real fun gal. Miss you, love, Scott. That was very, very touching. Beautiful. Very nice. I never got to work with Silla myself, but I um, certainly uh, used the building that she'd been in several years before, and you could just feel the vibe. The vibe was there. Um, 72's no age at all, is it, just these days? No, no age at all. And I made the mistake last night of, um, of saying to my mother-in-law, oh, well, she was quite old, and she went, hang on, she's only a few years older than me. Oopsie daisy. Oopsie daisy. And, and no one seems to have a bad word about Silla. To, uh, to say. And speaking of words about Scylla, you've taken this to the street. Scylla at Black in one word. Absolutely. Later on, we have got a, a full tribute package coming up. Yep. But uh, some people found this very, very hard. Uh, the guy at the end, I think you're going to absolutely love. So, uh -oh. on the streets this morning, Scylla Black in just one word. Here's what happened. Richard, how are you this morning, Dick? Handy. Hey, what does that mean? Handy, lovely, jubbly. Okay, Dick. Um, Scylla in one word. Uh. You just can't say any words for her, can you? You know, she's been uh, a marvellous lady all her life to everybody. Mm. But in one word, if you had to describe Scylla in one word, fabulous. what would it be? Fabulous. Thank you so much. Cheers, Dick. Bye-bye. Madam? Lively. Frida, one word. Describe our Scylla. Excellent. Prince Scylla Black in one word, and one word only. How would you describe her? Brilliant. And she, you know, you, you could never replace her. Definitely can't. Because at the end of the day, she's number one. I think she is. What, the best female singer of all time? Of all times. You know, because I, I grew up under a little boy. Yeah. I used to listen to her all the way through. And you can't go wrong with that. Julia, how's the vibe this morning? Very tired. Okay. Scylla Black in one word. Surprise, surprise. No, that's two. 
Okay. <laughs> surprise. <laughs> Come on. You can't have surprise as one word. I'm not, I'm not willing to accept that. Come on. One word. Um, amazing. There you go. No, that's four. Oh, gosh. Amazing. There you go is four. Just need one word. Um, woman. That, huh? This is hard. Woman. Wait, wait, I tried it. This woman. is hard. I've had two hours sleep. This is crazy. He's had loads of sleep. I dream oh, oh, of having oh, two oh. hours sleep in the, when I get an hour's sleep. <laughs> yes. my, when I get an hour's sleep, my dream is, oh, I hope I get two hours sleep. Then yeah. I wake up and go, oh, no. Yeah, exactly. Woman. Woman, this is crazy. This is crazy, apparently. Oh, bless her. Um, we're having a little bit of fun, but it's what she would have wanted, isn't it? Because that's what it's all so. about. And, um, of course, uh, you know, friends with the Beatles. Loads of pictures of her hanging out with the Beatles. Yeah, and, of course, uh, they wrote some of her songs as well. I mean, yep. the, the, she was just an absolute Step inside, legend. love, oh, I want incredible. you to. Step inside, love, I want you to. Mm. Step inside, love, I want you to. Step, bam, 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 Justin, you're going to do a, 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 a Scylla package, uh, yep. a Scylla um, blackage? No, probably not. Um, for later on in the show? Yeah, absolutely, because I think you know some of the tributes are going to be quite, uh, how can I put them, uh, some of them quite bland. Yeah. But we're going to try and make our package from the heart, obviously since some clips of what people have been saying about it, but also, of course, more importantly, what people are saying on the streets. That full tribute to Scylla coming up later on after 8.30. Here's the thing, right? Here's the thing, right? Because um, whenever someone dies, and I bet this fella's been on the telly, the, um, the uh, what's his name, Aussie... Ozzy, uh, um, um, what? What's his name? Ozzy oh, Osbourne. No, the fella, no. Uh, Lizo Mambuzo. Yes, Lizo Mambuzo. Yes, Lizo. I bet he's he's rubbish, right? Because and with the greatest of respect, well, I've just said he's rubbish. There's literally no respect there at all. <laughs> he's a kid. He doesn't know nothing, right? He doesn't know what. He doesn't know the impact that Scylla had on the world. He's not. He's not got life experience. Okay. Gambaccini, I mean, there was a rumour, there were vicious rumours about Paul Gambaccini going around that maybe, um, well, it's been it's been proved that he, he, he wasn't, but maybe he was killing off pop stars just so he could do obits about them. And that has, <laughs> that, that has he's been questioned and he's been found not guilty of that, which is good. And he's great. I like Gambaccini because you know that he knows his onions. Yeah. He used to absolutely. be a grocer. Uh, so he knows, <laughs> he knows his stuff. And you, when he says it, you know he's being sincere. But... He's been doing it forever. When Paul Gambaccini dies, who's going to do a report on him? Lisa Mumbuzo? I hope not. Tony Blackburn. No. 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 You should, Dealey. You've gone yeah. in with radio. You were on Radio 2 the other week. You totally pwned Jeremy Vine. You yep. took. You totally pwned all those other local radio muppets that went on there to talk about their little stories. Yep. You pwned it. You were gutsy. You were common. And I mean that with respect. <laughs> I mean that. I thought this is a. You don't get that on radio too. They're all lardy dardy dardars. Yeah, and then yeah. you go on there. You, you were real, mate. You were Sometimes real. Sometimes you just got to tell things the way they are with a little bit of passion. Yeah. Were you smoking? When? When you were on air on Radio Two. I thought I could hear you having a little drag no, and a growler. No, no, no. Unfortunately, with our new building, you're not allowed to smoke inside the new building. So, so uh, no, I was not one, smoking whilst on air. We weren't allowed to smoke inside the last one, but we all did. Yeah, Sat true. there listening to Revolver. <laughs> anyway, what I'm saying is, you've got on in with Radio 2. I think you could be the new Paul Gambaccini. Mate, that means a lot. Thank you. I'll have a cup of... I'll have a... Oh, I'll have a... Hang on a second. I'll have a latte 
and a, uh, a gambaccini. <sighs> Skinny gambaccini. There's an oxymoron. Thanks, Justin. Cheers, boss. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. There's a lane blocked on the M25 anti-clockwise between Junction 26 for Mabby and 25 for Enfield because a lorry's broken down, so that's starting to cause some queues. On the M1, it's slow southbound from Junction 13 for Bedford towards Junction 12 for Flitwick, and the A5's also really slow southbound from Lynch Hill towards the M1 at Junction 9 for Redbourne. In St Albans, on the North Orbital Road, Nob- North Orbital Road, it's busy between the Park Street roundabout and the London Coney roundabout because of the roadworks. And on the trains, Great Northern have delays between Stevenage and Alexandra Palace of 20 minutes because they're running overnight engineering works between Cuffley and Bowes Park. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. 7.46, it's Monday the 3rd of August. I'm Ian Lee and I'm getting a little bit of a headache. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Stars from across the showbiz world are paying tribute to Scylla Black, who's died at the age of 72. Bedfordshire Police say it's struggling to deal with a growing number of missing person reports... Missing persons. Missing people? Yeah. And a homeless man from Watford says he's been told he isn't entitled to a council house because he does charity work. Let's get the weather. It's Elizabeth. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Hello, very good morning to you. Some fabulous weather around again today, although we do have some clouds spreading in from the west. It's still going to feel very warm today, uh, although admittedly temperatures towards western areas of Buckinghamshire won't be quite as good as we thought yesterday. We'll see the highest values towards eastern areas of Hertfordshire, and that is where the sunshine is going to hang on for longest as well. So some clouds spreading in from the west, most of it quite high, but it will tend to thicken as we head through the afternoon. Altogether, a cloudier day, the best of the sunshine through this morning, that hanging on longest towards east scenarios of course as I just said. Uh, Top temperatures today I think will be up to around 23 or 24 degrees Celsius. We should stay mostly dry as well but just towards western areas there is the risk that with the thickest of the cloud we might get a few big spots of rain but that is all that it's going to be and always drier towards the east. Now as we head into this evening we'll be into the cooler air so overnight tonight it's going to stay mostly dry but it will feel a bit fresher. 13 or 14 degrees Celsius will be the low. So we start off the day tomorrow there'll be lots more sunshine around again but it's going to cloud over once more. Still some sunny spells, staying dry, really quite breezy tomorrow, and then those temperatures are set to climb again by the end of the working week. That's the forecast. Handy. God's taking his best to his heart because the end of the world's coming. And I say, bring it on, man. Big fan of Mary. If I can even make her swallow a piece of my cake, that's quite a big deal. 12 new bakers. I never imagined I would actually get here. Now that I'm here, my jaw is just on the ground. 30 brand new challenges. Nervous. Really nervous. Every time I go into the tent, I think, am I really here? It's wonderful. Wonderful. The Great British Bake Off is back. Bake yourself happy. Starts on Wednesday night at 8 on BBC One and BBC One HD. 03459 455555 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call, then you're more uh, than welcome to. There's a lady in the sun. Right. There's always a lady in the sun, isn't there? Um, now, this woman is, is um, nuts. And I don't... <laughs> There's a weird kind of sub-story to this. The, the headline is, 28 tins of Red Bull a day is making me blind. All right. And then the subheading is 26 stone benefits mum's £6,000 a year habit. She's a big lass, right? She's drinking Red Bull. 
I can't drink any of that stuff. I can't go. I, I can't drink Red Bull. Um, I can't um, go anywhere near Monster. I can't put pussy in my mouth. I can't do any of those things. They drive me nuts. I haven't had one of those for years. A jobless 26 stone mum who drinks 28 cans of Red Bull a day says it's making her blind. Well, I don't know. Maybe, like, stop drinking it. Lena Lupari. Um, 20, she's not 26. She's 26 years old. There's a lot of 20s in this. 26 stone, 26 years old, 28 cans of Red Bull. If she cut down to 26 cans of Red Bull a day, it would be the perfect story, guys. Lena Lupari, 26, gets 3,000 calories daily from the drink, which costs nearly £6,000 of her benefits a year. But she wants the NHS to pay for gastric band surgery. I mean, I bet these drinks are addictive. A lot of sugar, a bit of a buzz. I remember when I gave up um, caffeine. Those were dark, dark days, guys. Very dark days. Uh, headaches, depression, lying down in a darkened room. Awful. Uh, but she wants the NHS to pay for gastric band surgery. She said, I'm hooked on Red Bull. It's like a class A drug. Um, but recently I started getting migraines and then black spots in my vision. <laughs> Listen to the next line. My gran had the same symptoms and was within two years she was dead. Well, stop doing it then. I'm trying to cut down, but I've tried before and I always relapse. I cannot let it go. Um, it does it, is it true? Now, this is going to sound vulgar. I'm sure I have read this somewhere that, um, are you ready for, are you, are you ready for this? And I say bring it on, man. Okay. Red Bull has got, um, it's got Bull's, um, um, I'm just going to say it, semen in it. I'm sure that's true. 03459 455 555. I'm sure that's true. Handy. Very. Um, I'm trying to cut down, but I've tried before and I always relapse. The mum of three uh, spends more than £450 of her £1,800 monthly benefits on the drink. Hang on, she's a mum. Flipping heck. She has seven litres a day. <laughs> Seven litres a day, Mark. Hello. Seven litres of Red Bull a day. Good morning. Yeah, that's that's too much, isn't it? Uh, oh, blimey. It's been a long time since I've had Red Bull, sort of thing. Oh, dear. Hang on, here we go. Here we go. The I'll stories... Be up the, I'll be climbing up the walls of the building. Oh, I'd be... My boys, my boys at the weekend heard the um, classic Lionel Richie party tune, Dancing on the Ceiling, for the first time. They thought it was hilarious. They oh, were then going around cool. pretending they were actually dancing on a ceiling. <laughs> Several broken bones later. Anyway... This story, like some of the stories I'm dealing with at the moment, this is nonsense as well, because she says 28 tins of Red Bull a day is making me blind. So it's not the amount of Red Bull she's drinking, right? It's mm -hmm. the fact that she's fat. 
Um, Lena has put on so much weight, her brain has swollen. Medics told her to lose seven stone or go blind. Well, you, you'd have to you'd have to give it up, wouldn't you? That that would be the. <laughs> Here she goes. Now, this is, I mean, look, I don't like to laugh at these people, but, right. I deserve sur surgery on the NHS. Honestly, I hardly eat anything. Oh, cut, cut, come on. You'd be better off having a couple of pies a day and, and cut off the uh, Red Bull. Or a couple of pies a day um, and, and cut down the Red Bull. What you got for us, Marky Mark? Well, I think in my own national treasures, I, I, you know, you're talking about national treasures, and it was really sad loss losing uh, Silla because I love my girly jukebox, all the female artists you, of the 60s. Girly but, jukebox? Blimey, that yeah, sounds call, a little bit uh, risque. Well, I, call it, I call it my girly jukebox because uh, I love uh, girls of the 60s songs, records and things. Yeah, I oh, always yeah. have done. But I reckon my national treasures are Justin Dealey, for oh. playing good music God. and Bernie Keith and not forgetting Kelly Betts for BBC Introducing. Right. Um, well, well, that's just... Bernie Keith? Yeah. Have you heard the film ever. Have you heard the film reviewer he has on on a Friday? Awful. <laughs> oh, we love Bernie. We love Bernie's uh, rock and roll, Evan. Brilliant. OK, hang on, well, hang on a second. So Justin Dealey, Kelly Betts, Bernie Blooming Keith. What about me? Well, yeah, you're you're just sort of a, a, the Marmite presenter, aren't you? This sort of thing. Uh, I'll come and spread myself uh, all over your cheeks. No, hang on, all over your bread. I meant to say, I meant to say oh bread. Dear. I don't know where cheeks came from. Not spreading myself. I yeah, well, go, well, then good for you. Thank you very much indeed, Mark. I'm not going to spread myself all over his cheeks. Oh, Mark. Yeah. Lino's tweeted. Right, he's got a problem. Yeah. He says, "I've got British gas coming round to install a smart meter." Do I offer him a tea or a coffee? Um, offer uh, him whatever his preference is. Well, hang on, his preference might like? be all kinds of naughtiness. Well, no, well, you just say, I, what do you like? No, I don't. The thing is, right? I I replied to Lino. No, don't offer him that. He'll only say yes. Well, <laughs> you've lost me here a bit. A bit. You just ask the bloke, "Would you like a cup of tea?" Sometimes they'll uh, they'll just say, "No, I'm no. not fine, mate." They'll always no. They've they'll always say yes. Then you've got to make it. Then you've got the pressure and the anxiety of making a, a, a high pressured cup of uh, hot drink for somebody you don't know. Uh, do you take sugar? Do you take milk? Do is that enough milk? Is that too much? Is that too much? Yeah. Is that strong enough? All of that nonsense. Yeah. And then what they do? And I've done this. They won't drink it while they're doing the job. They'll finish the job and then they'll go, oh, this is still warm. And then they'll stand there talking to you. Well, I've had tradesmen come in and I offer them a cup of tea and, and they'll chat and do the work while, while drinking it. I don't want to chat to them. What I like to do is I like yeah. to watch them for the first 30 seconds. Nice to see yeah. a little bit of bum crack, isn't it? Watch them for the first 30 seconds, then say, you're going to be all right doing this on your own. Yeah, it's a boiler. They're a boiler engineer. I'm a bloke. Then I go off and um, watch the telly, feeling really uncomfortable because there's another man in my house who, let's be honest, could kill me. Oh, I wouldn't have thought so. Well, you don't know. Well, I think you're paranoia, Ian. No, it's, it's not paranoia. It's a healthy sense of self-preservation and low self-esteem. Well, and the then... Go yeah, on. all the engineers that come into my place, they're, they're OK, they get on with it and they say thanks. You've yeah, never well, been I'm... murdered? You've never been murdered by an engineer? 
No, no, not lately. Okay. God's taking his best to his heart because the end of the world's coming. And I say, bring it on, man. Thanks very much, Mark. 03459 455 555. Kelly Betts. Hello. What? Who's tickling you? Ollie. Ollie, put it away. Sorry. Thank you. Ollie's, by the way... Next time you're in, Ollie, could you bring an umbrella with you? I've got a great idea for a game, but it requires you to have an umbrella. Right. Why? For a game. Okay. It's called Ollie's Brolly. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see what you did there. No, and what we're going to do... Actually, this is, this is a brilliant game. So you know, like, like um, um, Ollie has... Not Ollie. You know that Brolly's umbrellas mm. have got... They're like those th- flappy things that girls used to... What? Finger. You know those girls would always put their fingers in these yes. flappy things. Yes. Um, um, and you'd, you'd pick, pick a, a colour, and then you'd say red. So you'd spell out red and R E D. Then pick a number. Uh, yeah. One, two, three, what four. What they called? Yeah, so, oh, your bike's rubbish, yeah. or you you uh, copped off with um, Justin Dealey, or something like yeah. that. Same thing with an umbrella. Right. They've got um, panels. Yes. And each panel, we'd put a forfeit or something about some a listener's bike being rubbish or that they've got off with Justin. De- it's a work in progress, but I think there's something in it. We could do it for the last hour. No. Travel news for beds, cards, and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. There are delays on the M25 anti-clockwise between Junction 26 for Old Mabby and 25 for Enfield because of an accident involving a lorry and a car. On the M1 it's slow southbound from Junction 13 for Bedford to 12 for Flitwick and it's also slow approaching the M1 on the A5 southbound from Lynch Hill towards Junction 9 for Redbourne. In St Albans on the North Orbital Road it's very busy between the Park Street roundabout and London Coney roundabout through the roadworks. It's also slow in Watford on Stevenson's way out of Watford heading towards the M1 at Junction Five. On the trains, though, Great Northern are resuming a normal service again between Stevenage and Alexandra Palace after the overrunning overnight engineering works have been finished between Cuffley and Bowes Park. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. I realise that... Um... God's taking his best to his heart because the end of the world's coming. And I say, bring it on, man. I didn't actually question him about that. Does he genuinely believe the end of the world's coming? Oh, my. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's eight o'clock, I'm Lee Agnew. The headlines, the showbiz world remembers Scylla Black. Bedfordshire police under pressure from missing people and a 94-year-old knocked down in Aylesbury. BBC's Three Counties Radio. Tributes are pouring in for Scylla Black, who's died at the age of 72. Spanish police believe the singer who lived in Buckinghamshire died of natural causes. The actress Barbara Windsor had seen her recently. I've seen her twice in the last few weeks. She looked immaculate. That was the thing about Scylla. She always looked spot on. But I knew she wasn't very well. She didn't look seem very well. And we performers, like, the first thing, oh, well, this is going and that's going. You know, you talk like that, you know. And I am so desperately sad. Bedfordshire Police says that tracking down missing people is becoming a strain on its time and resources. Around seven people are reported missing each day in the county. Nick Murphy from Mitch's Search and Rescue says he sympathises with their position, but they have a duty to follow up calls. Um, well, they are actually responsible. They've got a, a statutory duty to do that. Um, but, of course, with stretched resources, um, it's sometimes difficult for them to turn out um, sufficient people quickly. So, I mean, we're looking sometimes up to 100 people to uh, conduct a search. So for the police to find 100 people at a drop of a hat is not, not that easy. 
A 94-year-old man has been seriously injured after being knocked down in Aylesbury. The accident happened shortly after midday on Saturday. Jessica Cooper reports. The man was knocked down on the A41 Bista Road outside the BP petrol station. He's been taken to the Stoke Mandeville Hospital with a broken arm and head injuries, where he remains in a serious condition. The driver of the Blue Rover wasn't injured in the collision. Police are appealing for witnesses. A homeless man from Watford says he's been told he isn't entitled to a council house because he does charity work. Steve McMahon was forced to give up work after damaging his neck and back. He says that because he fundraises, he's not being treated as a priority. I've actually had to sleep in my car on occasion. I've uh, spent four months sleeping on a building site in a storage cupboard. What they're actually saying is that someone who is an alcoholic, someone who is a drug addict, is a more vulnerable person than myself. I'm not presented as being vulnerable. A robot which hitchhiked across Europe and Canada has met its doom in the United States. Hitchbot was created by scientists in Ontario to see if robots could trust humans. But one of its creators, Dr Frau Zeller, said it had been vandalised in Philadelphia. We've just seen the latest images and it's beyond repair, we're afraid. So we just have to sit down now and see also from the research point of view what can we learn from this and then make decisions what else we want to do. We kept asking, can robots trust humans? And I do still think they can. But then, as we said, um, sometimes bad things happen to good robots. In sport, Arsenal beat Chelsea to win the Community Shield at Wembley. And the weather will turn cloudy with a chance of rain today. Top temperatures around 24 degrees Celsius. That's 75 degrees Fahrenheit. You can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Poor old Hitchbot, huh? <laughs> we, we built the robot to see if um, robots can trust humans. The answer is a resounding no. It got vandalised. But I don't understand. Was it... Uh, was the robot hit, like, hitchhiking on its own, genuinely? There must have been someone with it. I don't think robots have thumbs, do they? Because if they get opposable thumbs, then boy, oh boy, we are all screwed. It's Skynet all over again. Morning, Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Ah. If you want to give us a call this morning, what are we talking about? Well, uh, Scylla Black in one word, please. Alternative national treasures. Rick Waller, there's one. Where's that guy gone? Disappeared up his own ego. I met Rick Waller. Man alive, what a... What a... Well, maybe he's changed, but at the time, he was obnoxious. Oh, and you know the rules. You can call in about anything. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Have we got a guest for this one or not? No guest for this one. Yeah, we're trying to get hold of him. Oh, OK, great great news. <laughs> Seriously. I'm off in, I'm getting a headache and I'm off in two weeks, thank God. I can't, I can't do this job anymore. I can't do it no more. 
555 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You can do. You can give us a call about anything. You know the rules, guys. So give us a call about absolutely anything. Hey, so um, the Pope... This is, this is weird, right? The Pope um, has given his blessing to a wedding that took place, right? But it's the wedding of um, Deck... Of, of Anne Deck. Anne Deck has got married and the Pope's got in touch. How does that happen? How, is, the, is the Pope a fan of Saturday night takeaway of all things? Really? That would be incredible if that was the case. Dex... Oh, hello. All right, guys, calm down. Dex Pope Idol. What song is this? It'll come to me. TV favourite, not in my household, Declan Donnelly got the Pope's holy seal of approval as he married his agent. Um, how does this happen? The Britain's Got Talent and former pop idol host, 39, and member of um, chart-busting du duo PJ and Duncan, was handed a Sorry. was handed a framed certificate from the pontiff who blessed the service in his home city, Newcastle. The pontiff isn't from Newcastle. What? This is weird. It's just deck, yeah? It's just deck. The groom and bride, 36, later got personal messages from Prince Charles. Uh, deck and Ali could not believe the big names Ant managed to get on board. Oh, Ant did it, did he? But securing Prince Charles was a real coup. Guests were in stitches throughout the speech, but gasped when he read out Charles's message, which mentioned how happy both he and Camilla are for the happy couple. Oh, I just, I mean, it's, um... Crazy days, guys. 03459 555555 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Now, tracking down missing people is becoming a burden on Bedfordshire's uh, police's time and resources. That's according to Police and Crime Commissioner Ollie Martins, who says that on average, seven people a day are reported missing to Beds Police. It follows comments by the Chief Constable of Greater Manchester Police, who says that spending police time on finding missing persons has become unsustainable. Or de Detective Superintendent Sean Basra is from the Public Protection Unit at Beds Police. Morning, Sean. Is it um, a, a burden on resources? It's not a burden. I would say it is a drain on resources because we have seen the number of missing children in particular go up. But, so it is a drain on resources, but it's a very important aspect of what we do. But what we've got to, what we've got to take into account is that there is a difference between missing and absent. And a large increase has been seen in those children who are absent, and we use our partners and local authorities to help us in making sure these people are safe. OK, so what, explain the difference to me, Sean, between missing and absent. Uh, absent is quite simply where a person is not at a place where they're expected or required to be, and there is no risk. Missing is where someone isn't where they are, and it's out of 
character and the circumstances suggest that they may be at some form of risk or harm. And uh, okay, uh, uh, so how, uh, what kind of young people? I, I assume we're talking primarily about young people. What kind of young people would be absent then? Uh, people who may have been supposed to have been going to school and they're right. not at school. And who makes that decision as to whether it is the more serious missing or, or the not quite as serious absent? Well, it's a conversation for those who report it into the police. It's a conversation that takes place between the person who reports it and the first point of contact within the police, normally our control room. We go through a checklist, we ask those relevant questions, we work with the person to establish the level of risk. OK. And so it sounds like, Sean, that this, um, um, what do they call it, a multi-agency approach, basically loads of people helping out each other, that, that that's already in place? It is already in place. Uh, and it works very, very well. Uh, but what we've got to make sure is that it's that that first point of contact, that that risk is evaluated to make sure the right people are dealing with this issue. One of the... the, the um, I can understand why social services might be involved, but one of the, the groups that's being suggested is the fire service. How, what, how would they help? Uh, the fire service, uh, they're, they're out on in community as well. They're out and about. They're doing checks. What they do is they're really important at a time like this during the school holidays because it might be children are hanging around making dens, etc. And the fire, fire crews, they go out and they safety and risk assess areas within the county and they can spot these people as well. What, what, num what are the numbers in Bedfordshire of people that go, go missing? Uh, again, this, uh, this relates to risk. If the, person, if the person thinks, oh, hold on a minute, this, this, my child or my friend or my parent is not where they should be, they'll probably go through 101. If they are genuinely concerned and there is immediate risk, I would always suggest 999 uh, every opportunity. All right, Sean, listen, nice to talk to you. Thanks very much for coming on. Um, that's uh, Detective Superintendent Sean Basra from the Public Protection Unit at Beds Police. This is Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties Radio. Oh, three four five nine four double five five double five is the telephone number. Uh, if you want to give us a call, so Nan's try love app. Now this now. More than 10% of pensioners would sign up to a dating website. I, that, I, that doesn't surprise... What surprises me is the uh, low number of... Uh, I would have thought it would have been higher than that. Because there's, there's, there's no stigma. There's no stigma anymore about using um, dating uh, websites, is there? I think, we've, I think we've pretty much worked through that. But um, I think some of the nans might be in a shock, in for a shock. Uh, because it suggests here that they might use an app like Tinder. Tinder's not a dating app. Tinder's a rutting app, isn't it? It's purely... It's like... Um, hey, by the way, I got, I got a new game on my phone the other day. You'd like this. It's called Grinder. I got the highest score. I finished it. Did you? Completed, it off. completed yep. Grinder. Yep. Nice. Com totally completed it. Awesome. Mm. Great guys you get to meet as well. Yeah. Playing it. Really, really nice community. <laughs> um, but Tinder, uh, Kelly Betts, you, you're young and, and hep to the scene, ma'am. Mm. Um, that's, not, that's not like finding love or even romance. That's just finding... Um, right. Uh, a bush. By that I mean in a, in a, I mean in a park. That's finding someone, and then you go and find somewhere to 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 um, um, yeah. do it, isn't it? That's all it is. It's a sexual app. It should be called Flinder. Huh? Mm? I don't know. 
And 5% of over 65s are, have already found a partner online. One in six OAPs describe the idea of finding romance through the internet as exciting. Oh, yes. So exciting. I would struggle with... Um, now, and he, I can say this now, can I? Because have you changed your password? You can, yeah. Your password was... Scylla Black. Sil- ladies and gentlemen, her password was Scylla Black with the Belinda data. Um, and um, I would forget my password for all of these. Diff- You're supposed to have different passwords for different uh, things. Mm. I, 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 would, I always have the same password for the same things. Do you? Yeah. What was it? I'm not telling you. But it's, you could probably work it what out. What you could do, yes. what some people do, Go on, then. is, um, the, depending on the site you're in, Thank you. using the, the name of that site with a special number, so you'll never 69. forget 69? You can do that. So you can have Tinder69 as your password. Most of my... <laughs> That's my username. <laughs> Most of my passwords end with the number 69 because of the excellent scene in Bill and Ted where they meet themselves from the future and they say, what number... OK, if you're really us, what number are we thinking of? And they look at each other and they both go, 69! And so it's from that scene, mm. that scene alone, yeah. that I, uh, I come up with um, that. No. John, stay there. I'll be with you in a little bit. I've got some business to do. Let's have a little bit of Trav. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Clockwise between Junction 26 Fourth Abbey and 25 for Enfield because the accident's been cleared, but it's also busy on the M25 anti-clockwise between Junction 19 for Watford and 16 for the M40. On the A1M, it's starting to get busy southbound between Junction 2 for Wellham Green and the M25 at South Mims, and on the M1, it's slow southbound from Junction 10 for Luton Airport towards Junction 9 for Redbourne. In St Albans on the North Orbital Road, it's very busy between the Park Street roundabout and the London Coney roundabout. Smart the breath, BBC. Three Counties Radio. Thanks very much. Right, where are we? 8.15. Let's have a little chitty chat because Jonathan Vernon's... I've not seen you for ages. I know. Well, well, you saw me last week. I came in with my dog to introduce you. Well, I, I know. You and loved her, didn't you? No. Uh, uh, oh. N- no. Oh. What was interesting? That was your mum, was it, with you as well? No. No. Who was... Oh, no. Sorry. Who was that, who was that woman that was with you? It was my Argentinian friend. Oh, sorry. All right. Because you didn't introduce her at all. So I did. Didn't I introduce her to you? Well, it, kind of as you were going, you went, oh, by the way, this is a... It's a confi- I didn't know who that was. Oh. But the, the dog comes in. He's the dog, everyone. Well, I thought you'd be interested in the dog. Well, I was more... I, well, she was from Argentina. I would love, love a chat about that. Well... Oh, does she not speak English? Not great. Do you speak Argentinian? Un poquito, Oh, sí. same. Okay, so a little. Sí, it's no problema. Now, what you've done there is you've just said an English word in a foreign accent with well, an at at the end. It's amazing how, rather like Officer Crabtree, yes. if you just change the pronunciation of yep. words, yep. foreigners understand you. You know what? I had. I'll forget the news. It's, you know, it's, uh, I'll forget that. I'll forget all of that. <laughs> forget all that. It's boring. Um, I, it's true, because when I, when I go to Japan, and I did speak a little Japanese. I can't remember it now. Oh, no, that's very different Japanese, oh, isn't it? No, it's, no, it's easy. 
What's that? No, I was saying, oh, I was actually right. speaking English then. Oh, it, it's oh, I easy. Thought, I thought you'd already slipped into no, it. No, I just spoke fast. Oh. But Japanese is easy because it follows really strict sentence structure rules. European languages and kind of the Latino languages, mm. they're all over the place. There's yeah. no, There are no rules. There are more, um, you know, kind of uh, unusual, what do they call it? Not unusual verbs. Rude verbs. Disregarded verbs. I don't know. Whereas Japanese, really strict rules. There are basically four parts of a sentence. And if you want to make a sentence a question, you just put ka at the end. Beautiful, it's a question. That's why they build very good cars. Isn't it? Isn't it? Because they're very precise. Yep. And it's easy to read as well. Once you know the letters, you can read it. Really? Easy. I can't remember any of it now. Oh, I was hoping that the build-up of this story would climax in you speaking Japanese. Oh, Kolewa... I can't remember any of it now. Kolewa Dani no Kasa desu ka? It's very good. I can't Does this bus go to Tokyo? Oh, that's very good. Thank you very much indeed. But you can also. Um, I, I was there was a band that I was after. I wanted a CD by a band called the Pizzicato Five. They're a Japanese mm. band, mm. and so I went into the shop and I said, um, uh, "CD by Pizzicato Five. And the lady went, "Oh, CD by Pizzicato Five. And she went, "Oh." I went. She did by Pizzicato Five. She went, ah, yes, over here. And she took me to them. So you just do it in a... In a good moaning, <laughs> I was pissing by your wando. Oh, not on my show, please. No, I the, know. The German bummers. Okay, please, not on my show. What, what? No, because, come on, it's me that will get told off for that. You can't say what? pissing by your wando. Wando. Are they shouting stop through the... Uh... It's only, it's, we got the kids in today, producing. <laughs> They're going to leave the kids producing a, um, a, a, a man who's, you know, got three weeks left on a contract. What do you think's going to happen? Oh. oh. Great to have you back. Oh, thanks very much. Although Tim was excellent. I've ga- I gather. Excellent. Go- going back to my dog, did you like my dog? Well. You, d- you didn't like my dog. It was moister than I was expecting it to be. She does like to lick. I know, and I, do- and I yeah. don't like to be licked. But... She's this is going to get awkward, guys. She clearly, the fun bounce has gone. And now she it's... clearly liked you, okay. which is why she wanted to give you a little lick. I like Kelly, but I don't lick her. But you'd like Not to. Not since that court case, Kelly. You'd li- If you were a dog, you'd lick Kelly. And that's why I don't like dogs, because they break um, society's rules they and conventions. Got, they, they, they haven't been to etiquette classes, it's true. Well, that you should then, then I would say that Dog Ballstall, Mick man, who doesn't like me, um, is not doing his job properly. What, that she gave you a little lick? Yeah. At least she didn't have your hand off. Oh, so that's, I mean, that, that, that's all right. She didn't have my hand off. So her invading my space, coming between my legs and licking me. You, she licked okay. you between your legs? No, but she came between my legs. Yes, that's to say. And, then, and I had my hand down there to protect. That was to get the aroma of, oh. of Ian Lee. I still don't know whether, you know, I've got two kids. I don't know if that's enough at the moment. She stuck her head protect. up an old lady's skirt once. Who, now, Kelly? that was embarrassing. Oh, we were talking about your dog still. <laughs> Outrageous behaviour. She did. She stuck her head right up her skirt. Well, it was nice to meet... Lifted it up. You could actually see a bit of her petticoat. Oh, I can't remember where that was going. Luckily, she was wearing one. Well, it was nice to meet your dog. It was very nice to um, uh, see your Argentinian friend walking out of the building. Well, I'll bring her in again if you want to meet her. I'd love to have a chat with her. Oh, okay. Hello. uh, What is your name? Now, that's racist. (laughs) 
That's on your show this morning. Coming up on the big phone in this morning, do you think it's time to be kinder or tougher with the Calais migrants? Oh. Last night, French police had to stop 1,700 attempts by migrants <clears throat> to invade the Channel Tunnel freight train terminal. 700 migrants were physically restrained. A police officer was hit in the face with a rock and tear gas was used to disperse the crowds. As the crisis continues, the Swedish immigration minister has blamed the French and the UK governments oh. for causing this situation by their refusal to settle enough asylum seekers. Yeah. Well, this morning, a lorry driver from Hemel has told my team that he's quitting his job due to the stress he faces getting to and from the continent. Listen to his story after nine. And I want your reaction as well on this. Do you think it's time to be kinder or tougher with the Calais migrants? Um i tell you what's been very interesting. While I was off last week, I was driving around the UK quite a lot. Oh. Staycation. I know. Oh, yeah. I'd have lent you some money. Staycation. <laughs> if you want to go somewhere decent, I'd have given you a few quid, mate. Staycation. But I've been listening to lots of other radio stations and a lot of the travel that focuses yeah. down on the Kent area. Yeah. This operation... Why are you doing... Listen to a lot of BBC local radio stations? No, not necessarily. Okay, because I like BBC listening. BBC national radio stations. Okay, okay. You should listen to the local ones, they're fun. Um, well, a lot of them are a bit rubbish. Um, but I've been listening to lots of radio stations that are covering the Kent area. Yes. And this Operation Stack is having a massively detrimental effect on people down there. Yeah. But I think it's also starting to have a very, very detrimental effect on people up here as well. I mean, I wonder how many people who are running shops and businesses up yeah. here who are now struggling to get hold of stuff yeah. that needs to come over from the continent because of this disaster. But it's stopped now. Operation Stack has stopped now. Well, you you say that, but the that, after but effects will still be uh, the the after effects resonating. are still going to be there, and the fact that they have to keep closing the tunnel yeah. while people keep trying to storm it. I yeah. mean, it's just getting ridiculous. Do you never listen to your you know the the, the other yous from around the BBC local radio? I I have heard some of them. Yes, that's, that's you know. I know a lot of people hate you. In uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> I know they do. In in this building, even. Oh, but there's yeah. in the, this room. <laughs> <laughs> but the, honestly, listeners, you are so lucky to have JVS because um, all the other ones are rubbish. They are. They Hang are. Hang on, I think that was a backhanded compliment. Are yeah. you saying they should be happy to have me because the alternative could be really rubbish? No, what I'm saying is <laughs> right. that you are almost national radio standards. Oh, almost. I'm got. I'm. I think I quite. I, I quite like. I'm going to stop it there. Yeah. Probably best. Yeah. Stop it there. I'll, I'll see you at nine, ladies and gentlemen. Although there's a great presenter on BBC Kent at that time. <laughs> this is Ian Lee on BBC Three Counties Radio. Well, aren't they lucky they pre-recorded that interview with the, uh, the truck driver? He oh, didn't answer the phone when we baby. called him. Didn't answer the phone no. when we called him. <laughs> oh, well. John's in Datchworth. John, of all people. Hello, sir. Morning, John. The um, police fellow that you was on about, well, we on had on earlier um, about the finances for searching for missing people. Yes, sir. Are they including the monies that they are spending looking for people, you know, going abroad to look for people that have gone to join ISIS and stuff like that? Because obviously, uh, once they're gone, they should be left to go. Um, I'm not racist, and I don't, you know, I'm but, probably not going to win the argument that you're probably going to throw at me. But well, hang on, what, hang on, what argument? <laughs> what argument? Well, hang on, I don't know what the argument is. Well, I'm not, 
I'm just, you know, you're going to start asking me questions. I'm not saying that I'm going to be able to keep up with you. Well, I, no, uh, I get a minute. I, well, the first question is, I what is your argument? What's the code? Well, it's, it's not an argument. I'm just <laughs> saying, he's <laughs> saying that they have Hang on a second, hang on a second. Jonathan, we're on the radio. You can't go around asking for codes, top secret information. I do apologise, John. Jonathan Vernon-Smith um, <laughs> has, has forgotten basic studio etiquette. Right, what are you, what are you banging on about, John? Right, that chat we had on from the yes. Shipley saying about they haven't got the finances to uh, locate missing persons. yes. Or continue, whatever. Yeah. Are they spending any money looking for the people that are going to join the um, ISIS? You know, a little while ago on the radios and that, they were saying they were sending people abroad to look for these people. Right. I don't uh, know if that... Please done that. I don't know if that's... I, I, I don't know if that's included in it. Why? Well, because obviously, if that's what they want to do, then let yeah. them go. They, they aren't actually missing. They do something they want to do. Now, there are people that, um, older people that have got um, things, dementia and they go wandering off and, yeah. and those are the people that need to be looked for. Young children that, for one reason or another, go missing, whether they've been lifted well, or just wander off. Outlifted. How many people from Bedfordshire have gone off to join ISIS and been reported as missing? Well, there's a whole family a little while ago. Right. About 12 of them, wasn't it? Yeah, but I don't think... Why, why are we wasting money searching for them? Well, they, we know where... We're not searching... We know where... We, we're not searching for them. We know where they are. They were searching for them, weren't they? When yeah, they but you've got to... But, 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 missing. but that was before we knew where they were. So you've got to search for people until you find out where they are. But they were still on about going and getting them, especially the children. Well, we, I, I think we should get the children, shouldn't we? Well, then you can't split the families up, can you? Um, if it's in the interest of the kids, so you, you can, of course go, you can. You either, go, you either go and fetch some of them, or you fetch no. them all, or you leave them all. Or you fetch, no, hang on, let me get it right. You either fetch none of them, yep. some of them, No, or, no, you or, don't fetch some of them. That was one of the you options you just all. gave. Oh, well, I apologise then. Apology you accepted. Fetch some of the, you, fetch, you fetch all of them, or none of them. I don't even know, I'll be honest, John, right, it's, I, I, you know, fair play, it's been a rubbish show today, partly my fault. Um, but you know it has, it has, and it is. You know, I, 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 I my, as Justin says, my name is above the door, and I take full responsibility when it's rubbish, right? And it's been rubbish today, awful show. But oh, I've made it worse. No, 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 you've not, you've not made it worse. You've just made it even more confusing. I don't quite know what this has got to do with the, what this has got to do with the story. You've obviously got beef with the family that went off to join ISIS. I'm sure a lot of people no, have. I've, I've not, I've, I've not got beef with any specific people. Right, right? but that, that, that policeman was on about having, not having the finances to locate missing persons. Yeah. Right? If, if people are going to go abroad for one reason or another, not necessarily just the ISIS, but if they want to clear off... The ISIS. Right, yeah. and, and do... And do well, right, I consider it supposedly the wrong thing. Yes. Then let them go. Right? I agree with you. When they've, when they've located them, they are yeah. still wasting money deciding what to do with them. Should we go and fetch them? Should we not go and fetch them? They've gone. They know what they've done. They've, they've, they're gone. But then they're saving the police's money. I agree with you, pretty kind. And my short answer is I agree with you. Your long answer is? Oh, I've got time. The long answer is I'm still scr- <laughs> The long answer is I think there are certain caveats, but the short answer is, uh, uh, John, yes. I'm on your side. Okay. What's a caveat, by the way? I've heard you say that several times. I'm only a humble truck driver. Caveat's one of those. Um, it's one of those kind of glass things where you put in coffee beans and hot water, and then you leave it for about ten minutes, and you push the plunger down, and you get a nice cup of posh cough. Is it? No. 
Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M25 clockwise, the exit slip road at Junction 25 for Enfield has been blocked by an accident and that's between a small truck and a lorry so it's starting to cause some delays. On the A1M it's very busy southbound from Welling Green towards the M25 at South Mims and the A1's also very busy southbound from the Holiday Inn towards the Stirling Corner. In St Albans on the North Orbital Road it's very busy between the Park Street roundabout and the London Coney roundabout that's because of the roadworks and in Hitchin on the A505 that's slow eastbound between Wibley Wobbly Lane and Parkway. Smart the Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Sammy, thank you very much indeed. Last 30 minutes of the show, 03459 455 555. Thank you for that call, John. I'm still kind of... I'm still kind of scratching my head ever so slightly, but, you know... I tell you what, in the next 30 minutes, let's never mention this show ever again. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's half past eight, I'm Lee Agnew. The headlines, a book of condolence will be opened in Liverpool today for Scylla Black, who's died at the age of 72. It's believed that Scylla, who lived in Buckinghamshire, died from natural causes. Bedfordshire Police says that tracking down missing people is becoming a strain on their time and resources. It follows comments by the Chief Constable of Greater Manchester Police, who says it's become an unsustainable burden. And a 94-year-old man has been seriously injured after being knocked down in Aylesbury. He's been taken to Stoke Mandeville Hospital with a broken arm and head injuries. The weather will turn cloudy with a chance of rain today. Top temperatures around 24 degrees Celsius. That's 75 degrees Fahrenheit. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Arsenal beat Chelsea 1-0 to win the Community Shield at Wembley. Left foot, wow! Brilliant goal to put Arsenal in front and they lead at Wembley. And it's a really, really impressive strike by Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. It was a first win for Arsene Wenger's side over Jose Mourinho's Chelsea, but after the match, Mourinho seemed to avoid shaking Wenger's hand. It's not true. You you have to look, to look at it and it's not true. We saw you. No, you didn't. You saw me wait for them and to shake the hands of everyone that left the stairs just in front of my direction. So you, you are not right. You have the right to, to have an opinion. You have the right to behave like you want. So that doesn't bother me, honestly. What is important is that's a great day for Arsenal. We won the Community Shield. I think it's the sixth time since I'm here, and that's great. The Milton Keynes Dons complete their pre-season fixtures this evening as they host a Chelsea 11 at Stadium MK. A Luton 11 travel to Barton Rovers in the Beds Premier Cup. Meanwhile, the Hatters confirmed the signing over the weekend of 31-year-old striker Craig McHale-Smith. Tom Daly got bronze in the men's 10-metre platform at the World Aquatics Championships in Russia. Daly was ninth after the second of six rounds, but finished third, the same as at the 2012 Olympics. It's interesting to see the same three people on the podium today as it was in the Olympic Games in 2012. So looks like we still got it. Um, it just needs to shuffle around for next year. Hopefully I'll end up on top. And that's BBC Three Counties News and Sport with more at nine o'clock. <laughs> Tony, Mark and David, Anna and Sue Yin are left there on the island who know 
knows what could begin Adventure lies before them, danger lies behind And as they go on searching what new troubles will they Rolf Harris, will you please let it lie? He's he's winding people up. He's winding people up in the newspapers because he's um um. Oh, it's next to that fit. Um, uh, and I mean, she's physically fit. No, I don't mean like that. I mean she's like you know, hot. Hunter, Sabrina Gorgadelli. Um, and I fancy her even more now that she's shot a giraffe. Because, you know, to be honest, who's the tough guy there? Rolf Harris outraged his victims last night. <laughs> yeah, only after the Daily Mail got in touch with them and said, have you heard this latest about Rolf Harris? You must be outraged. Rolf Harris outraged his victims. He doesn't look right without glasses. All of his pictures you see of Rolf now are the ones of him after he'd... Um, um, I don't know, been like arrested and stuff where they made him remove his glasses. He doesn't look like uh, Rolf Harris. I nearly said the Rolf we all know. And I mean, He was a national treasure. You can have national treasure status rescinded. They, he was rescinded. Rolf Harris outraged his victims last night as he revealed he is loving decorating his prison with faces of inspirational figures. I'm loving it, mate. Demonstrating his cushy prison life, the disgraced 85-year-old said the powers that be asked him to paint the portraits. But the entertainer's victims said his comments, revealed in a self-pitying letter sent from Stafford Prison, showed there is no evidence of any remorse and any and even less of any real punishment. Well, he is in prison. He is in prison, and prison is a punishment. I mean, they, they all this talk about PlayStation stuff. They've only, yeah, they've got PlayStations. It's only PlayStation 2. So... Oh, Hello, Justin. You're right. Gonna, we're going to finish today's show in 25 minutes. Yeah. We're going to erase it from the tape. We're going to erase the tape. I'm going to get. A, I've got a strong magnet in my bag. I carry right. it around for such occasions. I'm going to go to the tapes and I'm just going to rub my uh, my magnet Mate, all listen, over the tape. Listen, man to man, stop being so down on yourself. Whoa, all right. Okay, hey. man to man. Hey. Sausage sandwich after the program today. Come on, I've got. I've got a headache. I'm going to go home and lie down. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, basically, he's he painted a picture of Nelson Mandela. The powers that be have asked me to paint inspirational people and write quotes from them. So I've done about ten so far. I can't even think of. Ten. Can you think of ten inspirational people? Uh, ten, yeah. Probably. And that doesn't include no. Nelson Mandela because he hasn't okay. done him. He's doing him next week. He says. Jeremy Kyle. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Clarkson. We got the Jeremys. Yeah, the two Jeremys. Uh, for me, in the Fonz. Uh, the Fonz, yeah, obviously. Yeah, but obviously. For the jacket and for it'll swag. Be, it'll just say. <laughs> and you'd have like loads of Y's going off into the distance then a big exclamation Gail point. from Coronation Street oh, somebody who, who can successfully hold down a job for, for that amount of time yeah. that's an inspiration to yeah. me that really is yeah. um, who else uh, well there's four yeah. um, okay, no, that's, that's uh, a good start. Mick Harford uh, football player oh forget that yeah. nonsense I'm not, I'm not even going there um, listen Silla Black mm. 
Um, sad times. Uh, yep. Cilla Black has, uh, has passed away at the age of 72. And as I said to my mother-in-law, well, she was old. Mm. My mother-in-law was in her late 60s. She went, no. <laughs> you said, you, you put in a time limit on my life. I said, I should be lucky. Yeah. Um, so, uh, very sad. Yes. And you are at this station's Paul Gambaccini. Thank you very much. So, uh, you've done this a little pack. I have. Um, my tribute to Scylla. Um, some showbiz words in there from her friends. Also some words from the street as well. And a bit about her life. I hope, boss, I really, really hope, and yeah. I had to put this together very quickly, yeah. I hope that I've done this justice. Here we go. From cloakroom assistant at the cavern to pop star and then the queen of Saturday Night TV. Scylla Black was an icon. She first made the charts in October 1963 with Love of the Loved. Four months later, she was at number one. Other hits included You're My World, You've Lost That Loving Feeling, and Alfie, which took 31 takes from a demanding Burt Bacharach. I believe in love, Alfie. Without true love, we just exist, Alfie. And then came TV, and as Scylla says, she didn't go looking for TV, TV came looking for her. We have found your daughter, Dawn. She's right behind those screens, waiting to give you a big hug. Come in, Dawn. Come and say hello to your dad. I remember interviewing one little girl on the show. She was 18. She said, you know, it's always been my ambition to appear on Blind Date. I said, well, how long have you had this ambition? She said, since she was eight. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Blind Date. And here is your host, Miss Scylla Black. Because you see, people forget that uh, Blind Date was running for 18 years. Many showbiz tributes have been coming in, including this one from Lionel Blair. She was so much of the people. She was such a friend. She was a mate to everybody. And that's what she was. She was a friend to everybody. And it, I can't tell you how it's upset me. Here's what the streets had to say this morning. That's a sad thing, really, you know. Grew up with her music sort of thing, you know. And my reaction, I feel very, very, very upset about it and just because I really liked her. I used to watch Blind Date and stuff like when I was younger. Oh, I'm quite sad about it. The word star is often overused, but not when it comes to Scylla Black, Liverpool Cinderella, who has died at the age of 72. Rest in peace, Scylla. Let me find you a place Where the cares of the day will be carried away By the smile on your face We are together now and forever Come my way Step inside love And stay Step Let me turn down the light.
Coming out of the cold, rest your head on my shoulder and love me tonight. I'll always be here if you should need me. Night and day, step in. So anyway, the woodlouse. The woodlouse is weird, right? Isn't it? Don't you think, Kels? I didn't expect you to say no. that after. No, that well, song. it's that kind of vibe today. Louse Nouse is the mm. head. Louse Nouse. Mm. And how do you spell Nouse? Do you know what Nouse is? Nope. Nouse is like oh, a bit of Nouse. Do you know that what it is now? Doesn't explain what that means. Okay, got real Nouse. Real Nouse. Another sentence. Um, try and put it into another sentence. Um, you've got real Nouse. Brains. Kind of. Now I've said now so many times, I don't know if it is actually a word. Anyway, how would you... Sp- you don't know what the word is, so I'm asking you how to spell the word. Is irrelevant. I would say N-O-U-S-E. Me, too. Yeah. They've not got an E here. Oh. Nouse, nouse. Now, the woodlouse, the woodlice, the uh, a flippin' horrible, right? Imagine you wake up, and like 10 minutes after you wake up, one comes out of your nose, one comes out of your bum. Imagine that. What are they doing? How I, do they meet in the middle? I think they're cute. No. They're so cute. They're just little and they're like, oh, look at me, I roll into a ball. Um, I think they're disgusting. Them no. and silverfish. You ever seen a silverfish? Oh, yeah. I don't like earwigs. They're okay. the worst. Okay, let's, let's leave earwigs out of it, mate. Folks, no, why? Because I think you're actually taking it a little bit too far. A little no, bit, a little they're bit offensive. horrible things. A little bit offensive. They'll get you. In the end. Mm. The humble woodlouse... Yeah. Has a big personality and can even be bold or shy. A study found at Czech, in the Czech, Repu- the Czech Republic. So this is what Czechoslovakia does when it splits up from Slovakia and becomes the Czech Republic. This is the best thing they can do 20 years later, is do a study into the confidence or lack thereof of the woodlouse slice. <laughs> Good use of time and money. I mean, seriously, guys, what do we give them money for? Do we give them money? If we do, we shouldn't. And if we don't, let's give it to them so I can be outraged about it. How can you have a shy woodlouse? They're just like one brain dot beings that live under boxes. If it's shy, it goes into a ball and it's like, no, don't touch me. But if it's bold, if you it's like them so much, why don't you go marry one? Yeah, get me one, I will. Fine, I will. Totally call my bluff there. I think it's come back on. Oh, Bates, hang on. Whoa. And Bucks Whoa. Weather. Whoa. BBC. Guys, guys. 
guys, calm down. The weather's coming, guys. We'll get there. But the natural order of events is 45 minutes of rubbish, Trav, News, Wev. That's just how we roll around here, guys. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M25, there are queues clockwise because the lane's been blocked on the exit slip road at Junction 25 for Enfield by an accident. It's also really busy anti-clockwise between Junction 18 for Chorleywood and 16 for the M40. And the M25 Junction 21 roundabout is slow as well in Bricketwood. On the A1M, that's very busy southbound from Junction 2 for Wellham Green towards the M25. And in Puckridge on Standon Hill, that's slow in both directions between the Puckridge roundabout and Bishop Stortford. And that's because of people leaving the Standon Court. Festival is looking very slow. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Samantha, we are getting reports of. Um, we all know that there were at least three minders. Minders? Yeah. A, a minder of what? There was. of George Cole. There was uh, Dennis Waterman as Terry okay. McCann. There was Gary Webster as Terry McCann's cousin. There was Shane Ritchie. I'm not really sure what his relation was. We're also hearing reports there was a fourth minder, a gentleman called Lex Shrapnel. I'm going to do a little bit more digging around and uh, hopefully by nine o'clock we'll know one way or the other whether whether there were actually four minders or not. Uh, Are they walking around on motorways? Because that's going to be causing a big problem. No, no, nothing to do with with motorways, mate. A bit selfish of you to bring it back to you there. I'm bringing it back to the people who need to use the roads and know if there's four men walking around on no, the, the roads. No, the minders are not minding <laughs> the road. They're minding half a daily. Little dodgy, maybe, but underneath, he's all right. I, I hope they're doing a good job. How's Wibbly Wobbly Lane these days? <laughs> it's quite busy, actually. It's looking quite busy on the speed sensors. Oh, God. I've never been there. Well, go. Go and think about your misdemeanours. Four minders. That's blowing my mind, as... 8.46, it's coming. Ritzini's coming, guys. She's there. Hello, Elizabeth. Hello. She's coming. You see, it's the weather's coming, guys. Calm down. Before that, though, these are your headlines. A book of condolence will be opened in Liverpool today for Scylla Black, who's died at the age of 72. Bedfordshire Police says it's struggling to deal with a growing number of missing person reports and a 94-year-old man has been seriously injured after being knocked down in Aylesbury. I've teased you long enough. Here she come with the weather. It's Elizabeth Rizzini. <laughs> That's not Elizabeth Rizzini. It's living computer. Right, here now. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Hello, it's me, doing the weather. Um, It's going to be a nice day again today, but we are starting to see that cloud spread in from the west. So it's always going to be a bit cloudier, I think, towards western areas of Buckinghamshire. Eastern areas of Hertfordshire hanging on to the most sunshine. We'll probably see some of the highest temperatures here today as well. But don't fear, if it does cloud over where you are, we will still see some sunny spells on and off through the course of the day. There'll also be some high cloud around turning those sunny spells a little bit hazier at times. But feeling nice and warm temperatures up into the low to the mid-20s. 
20s and most places will stay dry. I say most places because where we do get the thickest of the cloud, we might just see a few spots of rain, but that's all it's likely to be. Uh, now, as we head into this evening, we'll be into the cooler air. So we are expecting it to be a bit fresher this evening and overnight. Overnight lows of around uh, 13 or 14 degrees Celsius. Stay mostly dry, again, some clear spells at times. Tomorrow, again, lots of sunshine around through the morning. Lovely sunrise and um, feeling fresher, the air. It's going to be quite breezy as well with the southwesterly wind, but it will stay dry. Lots of sunny spells around. It's generally the way it will stay for most of the rest of the week. It is looking dry and temperatures will climb again by Thursday and Friday. That's the forecast. Elizabeth, I'm really sorry. What's that? I've been lied to. So what? Shane Ritchie wasn't the minder. Oh, I don't know. He was, was he? He, he was the Shane Arthur... Shane Ritchie's in EastEnders. Exactly. He was the Arthur Daly character. The oh. minder was Lex Shrapnel. Okay, whatever you say, and I don't oh, really know what you Thank you, Elizabeth. That's about. exactly Sorry. the attitude I like. Thank <laughs> you. She's right. Respectful. Respectful. Every weekday morning. They're not getting shown what being British is. The intention was to try and make the world a safer place. No, no, it wasn't. It was to do with oil. Don't be naive, Jonathan, please. The JVS Show. I'm not comfortable with it. And if they feel they're being pillaried, well, they're putting themselves as the odd person. It's such a violation of a child's sense of safety in the world. And I hate to use that old cliche, Jane, but it hasn't done us any harm, has it? The JVS Show. No, I haven't made my point. I'll tell you when I've made my point. Every weekday morning on BBC Three Counties Radio. We just had an email um, from uh, Aidan who says that Woodlice are magnetic Really? Now, I don't believe that because I don't believe any of the emails that Aidan uh, sends. I think they're all nonsense. Uh, no, oh. Not nonsense? Nonsense. Uh, but I'm going be- to believe that one and I'm going to use that as though it were a fact. We could... We just need a woodlouse, woodlice, yeah. and uh, a magnet. Okay. Have you got either of those? I've got neither of those things mm. at the moment, but um, okay. if we could find them... That would be good. That would be absolutely awesome. Awesome. Oh three four five nine four double five. Five double five is the telephone number. So this geezer, and he's a bit of a geezer, but I also think he's a bit of a plum. He would annoy me. He does look like the fellow from EastEnders, doesn't it? A little bit. A father. And what's that got to do with it? What, what the, what's the fact? Is oh, I, oh, actually, well, okay. A father has built a fake speed camera to stop day trippers, one-way drivers, yeah, hurtling through his village at more than 50 miles per hour. By the way, one day next week, when I'm not here, we're going to do a phone-in on uh, the Beatles songs that have got rude words hidden in. They used to hide rude words in, in their songs. Yeah, they did. Like what? Um, uh, she's a big teaser. They've hidden... They... they um is in there, oh, apparently so. And then, what's the one where it goes? Dit, 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 dit. There's a song that goes. Dit, 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 dit. When you um, steal something and you leave a shop, it makes that noise. Literally, no idea where that was going. Uh, f- a father has built a fake speed camera to stop day trippers hurtling through his village at more than 50 miles per hour. Chris Fawcett took matters into his into his own hands after motorists began using the roads as a shortcut to nearby Stonehenge. I went to Stonehenge for the first time the other week. It's it, uh, it's it, This is tomorrow's first hour, OK? Uh, 
places where you go to and you can say, oh, that was bigger than I expected, because there's <laughs> hardly anywhere. There's only two places in the world where you come back going, oh, it's bigger than I expected. Stonehenge mm. and the Eiffel Tower. Oh. Everywhere else, you got the pyramids, oh, they weren't as big as I expected. <laughs> the Sphinx, Egyptian-based at the moment, I'll go around the road. Oh, it wasn't as big as I expected. Um, St Paul's Cathedral, Buckingham Palace. Wasn't as big as I expected. The, um, the Statue of Liberty. Oh, isn't she small? And it's small. And it is small. Um, Stonehenge is bigger than I expected. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. That, you know that Stonehenge, by the way, uh, is fake. What do you mean? It's not real Stonehenge. What is it? It's not real Stonehenge. It's real Stonehenge blew down. And they had to rebuild it. And so not all of the rocks are the real rocks. Some of them are fake rocks. Not like polystyrene. They're, like, heavy. <laughs> but some of them, um, it's and it's all kind of... It's um, Girl, thank you, Carl, is the, is the song where they go tit, 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 tit. Um, it's, uh, it's all fake. It's, it's primarily fake. It's all glued together and stapled together. Are you Googling it? Stonehenge fallen down. Google Stonehenge fallen down. Then click on, uh, on images... Um, right, admittedly, that doesn't take you where I, I would hope it would take you to. Put, put Jenny and Milton Keynes through. She'll know about it. She'll know about it. I love Jenny and Milton Keynes. We all know it's Jenny. Let's, let's not play the flirtatious game. Can I, put, can I put you straight through, Jenny, if that's right? Here she comes. Here we go. She's my right, favourite. Do we know? Have we spoken to her before? Yeah. All right. Okay, I, I never remember if I've spoken to anybody else before. Hey, Jenny, it's great to speak to you again. Right. <laughs> yes. Hello. It's a loud TikTok you've got, isn't it? Is Stonehenge uh, real? Can you hear me, Jenny? Oh, hello. <laughs> Talking I to you for about a minute. It, I just wanted to say Cheddar Gorge was bigger than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was it? Yeah, it was much bigger. I was really shocked. It's very rare, isn't it, Jenny, these days? You can go and you, you, you look at something and they're always they're always smaller in real life. They are, yeah, disappointing. Isn't it, though? It um, is, and it's, especially with the internet and these dating apps... Yeah, oh. <laughs> yeah. What, what, why did you go to Cheddar Gorge? Was it gorgeous? Uh, oh, why did I go to Cheddar? Probably didn't have anything else to do. Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> uh, well, Stone, Stonehenge is... Well, Stonehenge, you got... You know Stonehenge isn't real? Oh. It's, it's a fake stone... The real Stonehenge blew down. Hang on a minute. David? Yeah? T tell us about Stonehenge blowing down. No, if you said it, it's got to be real. Sorry? If you said it, it's got to be real. I'll tell you why. Yeah? yeah if only Spike Milligan was We're going to call you back on a decent line, David, because I can't hear a word you're saying. It sounds like you're in Wibbly Wobbly Lane. So Cheddar Gorge was bigger. Oh, yeah. Have you, yeah. Ever, been, you ever been to America? Uh, no. Oh, oh. Is that, is that, no. Because it'll be smaller than I expected. Um, America is a lot smaller than you expected, Jenny. <laughs> Thanks for calling. All right. How do, you, how do you sleep with that TikTok? Oh, 
all doesn't bother me. Oh, it's bothering me. It's, oh, it's doing my nut. Is it really? Yeah. Well, next time I'll phone, I'll, 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 uh, I'll put the phone somewhere else so you can't hear it. Oh, you uh, don't like it? Oh, it's too loud. Oh, you're very sensitive, aren't you? I'm a very sensitive man, and I think you'd enjoy that. It's probably because you have to get up early, Ian. Yeah, isn't it? Jenny, nice yeah. to talk to you. See you later. Bye. Ta-ra. Why is everyone calling in the last three minutes of the show? David. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, I'm going to say about Spike Milligan. If only was still here, he could tell us the real truth. Your, your voice sounds like you're doing this to yourself. Why? What is going on with it? What, what's happened to oh, your I've line, David? I've got no idea. I've got no idea. Blame it on the blooming uh, picked up my signal. I, I, I'm going to blame it on the boogie, David. Graham's on the line. Morning, Graham. Morning. What you got for us? Um, I just want to say that how much I love Wibbly Wobbly Lane. Uh, now, is the Wibbly Wobbly Lane, is this a real place? Of course it is. Carter's Lane. I just, I just or think... Formerly known as Carter's Lane. I took a picture of it from a friend once who lived in Newcastle. Oh, do you know what? I've seen that picture. Yeah, that picture, that, that, well, a picture was doing the rounds a few weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, why would you... Uh, Wibbly Wobbly Lane, it's a cracking name. It is. It's gorgeous, isn't it? It's in between um, Hitchin and Lewis. Is Wibbly Wobbly Lane bigger than you expected? It's, you know what? It's smaller than I expected. Oh. Tiny. Most things are. They are, aren't they? Well, that's a great way to end the show. <laughs> it's been a great show, in. Well, maybe not. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can't disagree with you today. Uh, great, I cannot disagree with you. We got through it. We got through it. That's the main thing. I'm going to have a very long lie down in a darkened room and consider all possibilities. Um, right, let's have a little bit of Trav. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. There are delays on the M25 clockwise because of an accident at Junction 25 for Enfield. It's starting to be cleared away. It's between the truck and the lorry. The lorry does look like it's gone, but it's still causing some queues. The truck's still partially blocking the lane for the exit slip road. On the A1M, it's slow southbound from Junction 2 for Wellham Green towards the M25 at South Mims. And the M1 is busy southbound between Junction 10 for Luton Airport and 9 for Redbourne. On the A505 eastbound in Hitchin, is very busy approaching Parkway from Wibbly Wobbly Lane. And in Puckeridge on Standon Hill, that's looking really slow now between the Puckeridge Roundabout and Bishop Stortford because of leave, people leaving the Standon Calling Festival. In St Albans on the North Orbiter Road, that's slow too between the Park Street Roundabout and London Coney Roundabout and the roadworks. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you very much indeed, Sammy. Thank you very much indeed. That's it, guys. That's your lot. Uh, don't forget, there is a podcast out. If you want to get it, go to iTunes and type in Ian Lee, I I N L E, and it'll pop up. We'll be back tomorrow at six. Until then, from us, ta-ta. and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Ian. Good morning. Welcome to the JVS Show. I'm Jonathan Vernon-Smith. It's Monday, it's nine o'clock, and on today's big phone-in, do you think it's time to be...